Hello, welcome one and all live back in the studio at the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I am excited to be here on a Friday heading into the weekend. I uh, just got back from a, a, a interesting trip. I want to share a little bit about it uh, at Jim Baker Studios. Uh, I guess you could say it south of um, Branson, Missouri. I'm talking nitric oxide. That's coming up. Also, it is World Hepatitis Day. We're not celebrating liver inflammation, but we will celebrate when you undo it with natural remedies. That includes homeopathic medicines, one of the areas I got my start in. Also, Kate Birch is back on the Robert Scott Bell Show. She's got a book about glyphosate. It's been out for a while. Also, a new, newer book about homeoprophylaxis. And for those of you who have been watching episode one and two of Remedy, Ty and Charlene Bollinger's eight-part docuseries, I do talk and mention homeoprophylaxis in both episodes thus far. And uh, Kate knows it so well. I can't wait to talk about that with her as well. Also, Brian Festa is back from We the Patriots USA. Uh, this is a big story. Uh, uh, parents in Missouri, four children, lost their children. No, they didn't lose them in the woods. CPS stole them because they dared to use a medicine or a supplement or something, some kind of treatment that wasn't approved by the Fear and Death Administration and or state agencies. Is that really not evidence of the state-sanctioned religion of modern medicine in violation of the First Amendment, both at the federal and state level? We'll talk with Brian Festa about what they're doing to help get those kids back into the parents uh, as far as their uh, uh, purview and, and protection. With that, y'all come on down. If you're not already here, robertscabbell.com slash listen, live chat room. And of course, wherever you're watching us or listening, glad you're here. Please share the show and join us. Uh, lots of, uh, uh, well, actually, I'm going to announce something. I'm going to do a, a giveaway too. Uh, and we'll, we'll announce that on the air as well. So stand by. The Power to Heal is yours. We're getting started just right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, it's good to be back in studio and have a decent night's sleep beforehand. I, I think what happened was pretty amazing at the Jim Baker Ministries thing I did uh, with Cardio Miracle and Nitric Oxide. I'm going to talk about that. But on the way back, we didn't know how long the, the video session, taping session would be for the show. So I had booked to come back this morning just in time, hopefully, for the show. And yet we finished early enough that I thought, oh, I'll just call the airline and see if I could switch it a day early. Not only did I switch it a day early successfully, but there was like, oh, look, that fare is cheaper. Here's some money back. <laughs> and then when I connected through Dallas, I got there early enough that there was another flight leaving a couple hours earlier than the other one, and it, which ended up being one that would have dropped me at home at like two in the morning, which I was still better than nothing, but ended up getting back around midnight, which was like awesome and got a decent night's sleep. So I think the the travel gods were smiling on me after the, the misery of having to spend nights in airports on the floor, <laughs> for instance. So I'm feeling good and grateful. And I guess I got to learn to be grateful even when I sleep on the floor. At least I'm sleeping. Well, maybe I wasn't sleeping. But regardless, I'm here now. Super Don, you held the fort uh, down. You only kind of didn't sleep enough uh, a couple of days ago when you slept right through showtime. <laughs> and uh, that was an unusual, <laughs> where's the show? What happened to my show? Yeah. I was I was not doing well. I guess this was what today's 
Friday, Thursday, and Wednesday. Yeah, I can't leave you alone for a second. Yeah, I know. I thought I had everything all set up right, and I went and passed out on the couch and yeah, and you had woke it set up for and the I was next like, day. Oh, whatever. crapola. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, no. No blood, no foul, right? Everything's okay. Uh, it was great, great uh, couple of days. We had some new uh, interviews as well, including uh, you you reared it, which was nice. Uh, Carolyn Berman, who we had from Maho, and Bob Rioran from uh, Folium, as well as G. Edward Griffin promoting the Red Pill Expo, which is the next event coming up in Des Moines, Iowa. So you guys, this is a last minute thing, but come on, join us in Des Moines or stream it live. We have that linked up in the upcoming events tab at robertscatbell.com. Also, there's a banner on the side so you can join us at, at that event. But um, listen, Super D, the the you know, it was fascinating knowing what we know of Jim Baker back in the day. We're old enough to remember his he, he and Tammy Faye. And of yes. course, a lot of the controversy, the, the proverbial fall from grace. And there's a lot of skepticism and cynicism associated with televangelists, and rightly so. But I kind of give a lot of leeway to people because, you know, you can crash and burn. The question is, what do you do then? What do you do next? And his empire crashed and uh, they reset over the last number of years. Apparently, he's been doing something since the early 2000s. He adopted many ch- uh, children uh, that were of like the street, like really troubled kids that he brought into the fold. And I met many of them now are adults and doing really well, including one guy, Mondo, who we'll have on this show. The stories coming out of the gang warfare life that he led on the streets of L.A. in the 90s. And oh, holy tamole, it's amazing. Uh, so, uh, but the the set that they built, they they did a little version. They used to have a huge thing in Charlotte, North Carolina, years ago, and now they redid a smaller version of that south of uh, uh, Branson, Missouri. There's the set, and they have these little condo uh, kind of or, or wow, little apartments look at this. overlooking that. So that's like an indoor. It, it kind of looks like something from like Disneyland or something, right? Yeah, it's it's really an amazing set, and they have people you huh. can you can actually be there for the tapings live they set up a bunch of tables there but it's really incredible the quality of what they're producing there and you know they had this uh circular semi-circle table we sat at john hewlett and uh lisa hill uh, hill oh if you could show that picture i did a selfie while we were just down in the midst of the taping there's john hewlett right next to me there's jim baker and his wife Lori, and there's a couple other folks around there on and the other side you couldn't see is Lisa Hill, you know, from Silver Right, and she also works with uh, Cardio Miracle, mm-hmm. and then Mondo, the guy I, I want to introduce you to eventually on the show. Really good people, really nice people. And uh, I will just say that, uh, you know, Jim Baker, nicest man, and his wife, Lori, they were very friendly, and he's 83 years of age now. You can see he's lost all his hair. He had a stroke a few years ago. His energy levels weren't certainly what they were, but I think he's going to be helped a lot by the Cardio Miracle we got him started on. So we had a nice picture there after filming. And I just, it was a nice experience. And, and uh, um, uh, what's his name? Theron picked me up and took me back all the way. It was like an hour and 15 minutes drive to the airport. And uh, just nice people all around, I have to say. And nobody was beating anybody up with a Jesus stick, <laughs> right? I mean, they 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 they're very compassionate and loving and accepting, and I just I I can just say my firsthand experience there was wonderful. Good. I appreciate them very much what they're Good. doing. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know when it airs or how to watch it, but as soon as I know, we'll we'll put that out there. Great episode on on nitric oxide in particular and Cardio Miracle in, in, in a broader sense. Yeah, I was checking out their website this morning because I was curious, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was anything on there. I didn't see anything yet, um, but they have like a whole section on health and wellness. Yeah, that they, that they talk about. So, well, they got in like big trouble over 
the uh, the silver. They they had it private labeled by ABL and during, in during the whole COVID their thing, COVID yeah. thing, and they got tagged. And you know the thing is, that I don't know that they actually did anything wrong, especially as we believe in freedom of speech here. It was the whole making claims thing. Right, but yeah. again, they they fought it back, and the thing is, they've won. They beat they they hired lawyers. They fought but it, it cost back. them how much to do yeah, that, right? Exactly, and they're you know on the verge of bankruptcy, trying to fight the government just for your freedom of speech and your religious freedom. So again, whether you are a proponent of televangelism or not, I will just say I had a great experience. Very nice people, no issue at all, and except it was good. And when you get to see the episode, I think you'll like it. It's a good one. Now right. today, uh, I want to also announce. Uh, much to Super Don's chagrin because it means he's going to have to monitor the phone lines, not live necessarily. <laughs> but you know we have a toll-free number, not that we are, use are it Are we doing this today? I'm going to announce it today. Oh, okay. It's just a, a soft launch. A soft launch, okay. So I want you to show the pictures of what I picked today uh, from the RSB show Apricot Tree in the backyard, all organic, uh, obviously, you know, just an amazing tree. And when it's just going, it's going. And last year we didn't get any because it was a late freeze. This year we're back to thousands. thousands? I, honestly, it's a couple of thousand, if not more. Wow. And we're trying to keep up every day with these apricots as they fall or pick from the tree. And uh, we're, my wife is working hard. I had to help her one time. I had to, I got to help her one time. And my God, my, my back was like, because we're cutting these things and getting them ready, putting them on the trays for freeze drying. And they end up being the most delightful and delicious treats. It's like sugary, sweet apricots dried, freeze-dried. So I, I want to do this in order to incentivize you. We haven't done this in a while. You call up 866-939-BELL, 866-939-2355. Tell us why you listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show. We haven't done this in a while. And we're going to... I don't know. Choose one, two, or three winners. I'm not, this is again a soft launch on it, but it's this one's domestic. But we'll start US. taking entries now if, you, if yeah. you decide to call in. Yes, and and you know we you actually you know what it's been like at least a couple of years since we've done yeah, this. and especially for new folks that you never got an opportunity to say hey why do you listen or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show, and it could be for Super Don, not me. That's cool. I want to hear it. <laughs> and then we'll select a winner, at least one. But I'm going to send. You can even call in and say why the why you don't want to listen to the Robert. Yes, Scott Bell and show. we'll we'll accept we'll take that. those too. Yeah, yeah. But what what I'm going to do is wh whoever wins, I'm going to send them a a nice packet of dried, organic quality apricots from the RSB show Apricot Tree. Uh, and I'll, and this is domestic U.S. because I don't think I can send those things across uh, inter international borders. You could still participate. And in fact, you know, one other thing I want to incentivize you, we have our, our Zoom AMAs, Ask Me Anythings, for our patron supporters. And I think that's one of the things I'm going to give away because we always give away awesome stuff like, you know, the silver gel, different things like that. Uh, we have trivia questions. Super so Don what is it you're going to, oh, you mean at the next AMA, you're going to give away freeze-dried yes. apricots. All right. And that's Monday. Uh, you yeah, it is, it's isn't Monday. it? Wow. Yeah. So, <sighs> folks, Monday... You'll have an opportunity, and if you want to be part of our our Zoom AMA, become a patron supporter. Again, you might win a packet of organic dried. I'm actually going to be giving away some copper. Oh yeah! So we got some awesome am, giveaways yeah. coming up. Yeah, this is so cool. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's great. All so, right. Uh, so once yeah. again, soft launch, but uh, feel free to participate now if you want to. Yeah. You call in. In fact, I'll even put it up on the screen. How about that? I know I've yeah. got it here somewhere. Where is it? Okay. Here we go. Uh, 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL, 
You've got a two-minute maximum that you can leave a message. Yeah, you don't have to make it long. Um, but just tell us why you listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll put all those voicemails in a virtual hat, and we'll we'll draw three of them. I'm just not sure yet. I, Maybe. I just Something like you said, like soft launching. Yeah. It's figure more out than how one. Yeah. We'll see how many. Anyway, I just want to say thank you for your support of the show. And occasionally it's nice when you can tell us and we can tell the world. It'll help other people go, oh, maybe I want to listen to the show and learn about the things and be empowered into health and healing. Uh, freedom at all levels. So that's what we're about here if you haven't figured that out. So thank you once again. Now, uh, real quick, it is World Hepatitis Day. And no. Is that something no. to celebrate? No. Oh, I don't know. It's a holiday, right? Do, do we people get the day off on World Hepatitis Day? Yeah, tell me what drug or vaccine they have for hepatitis. We, well, sing, the thing, sing hepatitis carols around the hepatitis tree. Yeah, the the thing is Hep B uh, injections, which is the the most st- to say stupid is an understatement. To inject an infant that has no immune system other than what they get from their mother through you know maternal uh, so called antibodies, much less uh, you know maternal immunity, breast milk, colostrum, etc. There is no way that uh, a jab in the first six months of life, much less arguably even longer, could ever elicit an antibody response, even if an antibody is necessary or sufficient to protect you from liver inflammation that they blame on, you know, hep B, Isn't that, I, I was yeah. reading about it th- today. Yeah. Isn't hepatitis basically just mean liver inflammation? I mean, Correct. isn't that what it That's means? That's what it means, yeah. They always want to blame a virus, though, a microbe of some kind. And, and this is something that is, uh, well, very much in dispute here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. You know that, hepatitis C. Oh, what a scam that is. Now, liver inflammation is real, not disputable. It is real. The question is what causes it and how to undo it. And you know my training as a homeopath started in the clinical branch of homeopathy, the drainage principles in the French school or the French approach in the latter years of Dr. Hahnemann. And it recognized and acknowledged the terrain of the body impacted by what? good or bad liver function. That's the starting point. The terrain is everything. If you can remove the toxicological burdens or help the body to do that, you have an option then to move forward in great health or vitality and even respond better to what we call the similimum in classical homeopathic or constitutional prescribing. We got to acknowledge the law of the terrain and that terrain is polluted, toxic, deficient. So that's the starting point. So the classic remedies, and I think I mentioned them even uh, on episode two of Remedy, that Ty and Charlene have put out, the Bollingers. Uh, I always mention my favorite, and it's also one of the the uh, things I refer, refer to in the Clinical Homeopathy 101 Plus lecture on demand for my friends at Trinity School of Natural Health, trinityschool.org. Bryonia alba, Nux vomica, Chelidonium, these are all liver polycrests. They have an impact that is more than you know unilateral. Obviously, every homeopathic remedy has a lot of things. If you, you know just take a look at the Materia Medica here, pick out one remedy and you're like, how do you figure out what to do with it? But, you know, part of it is the study. The other part is the clinical experience. And each homeopath has their stories to share and their uh, general inclination to go certain directions in that regard. But ultimately, individualizing treatment, recognizing that we're all dealing with liver challenges, liver congestion and toxicity. So World Hepatitis Day, we can go to Ayurvedic medicine. We can go to modern, uh, you know, say herbalism. We call it modern or ancient herbalism. Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, um, you know, botanicals available in North America that are growing everywhere around you, dandelion, the various milk thistles that are out there. There are so many options to address liver health that don't rely on drugging you. And by the way, there is no drug that's not toxic to the liver to some degree. 
even ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, safety profiles better than most drugs, still have some elements of toxicity being synthesized by man, not by God, not na- you know natural in in the what we call the natural world. Yes, there are toxins in the natural world. I don't dispute that. But when you want to take something that is toxic and can cause a problem, you can use it as a medicine or remedy if you go homeopathic. And also we'll talk homeoprophylaxis with my good friend Kate Birch as we open up our interview. She's got a new book out called The Solution, Homeoprophylaxis, The Vaccine Alternative. Also, an amazing book I have here that she sent me called Glyphosate Free. And we'll talk about glyphosate and the danger it is. An essay on functional nutrition and the homeopathic clearing of glyphosate toxicity. Please welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Kate Birch. Kate. Yay. Hi. Hey, Kate. So good to see you. And Hi. it looks like it's a mosquito weather in Minnesota. So uh, uh, you're hiding indoors. Rightfully, yeah. I would too. It's pretty hot out there, huh? Yeah, indeed. But uh, good, good Lord, you're doing such great work. And, you know, we've gotten to hang out at the various uh, world, the, the uh, Nat- Natural Health of Congress, right? We've done so many Health times freedom, as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, Health Freedom Congress. And you've worked with NASH, North American Society of Homeopaths as yeah. well. And uh, I, as I mentioned, I got to mention homeoprophylaxis in both episodes, yet it's still so little known, so hardly known at all. So any little bit I get to throw it out there, I'm happy. And mm-hmm. you can take us further. Uh-huh. I can. So where would you like to start today? Well, on- let's, let's start on the, the glyphosate issue. By the way, yeah. hip health, H-I-P-P health.com is the website. It's linked up in the show notes today at robertsgabbell.com. And we'll get into homeoprophylaxis, but I know you wanted to talk glyphosate, which is an ever important issue when we talk about toxicity, even mm-hmm. liver toxicity. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. man, it has just hammered so many. And even people that think they're eating well, I, I mentioned this, if you like your bowl of morning oatmeal, if it's not certified organic, it's been desiccated as many grains and legumes and things and beans in glyphosate to ripen, to dry for, for harvesting. And so you end up punching holes in your gut and worse on something that you think is a good food. You know, I was in very much delusion about how good our food was until I had been sick for 10 years already. I went into sudden onset hyperthyroidism from my kids went to a Waldorf school and uh, we got a contract to build this beautiful little green garden. And I thought, oh, I'll just call up some farmers, got some cow manure soil and import that. And I shoveled all that soil, and within three weeks, I went into sudden onset hyperthyroidism. And I'm like, now what, what exactly heck? happened there? Yeah. <laughs> How did that work? And it wasn't until I went, uh, so that was 2006. Actually, it was a 2017 Western A Price Conference that was here in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephanie Seneff, I was like, I am going to fix this glyphosate issue. I had, I mean, uh, not glyphosate, thyroid issue. I had been... It was hyper. I was hyper. And um, so I went to everything that I could. And then when she explained how it interferes with the enzymes that affect the thyroid, I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I remembered that I moved this big pile of dirt. And I guess it was aerial, like from shoveling it, the dust I must have inhaled enough that it Mm -hmm. um, really contaminated my body. And I probably had like a low level a level of it just from living in the Midwest. And uh, as soon as I figured out how it worked, which I can explain a little bit more of like how, because many people have glyphosate toxicity, especially those that live in the Midwest, 
if you're surrounded by any GMO corn fields, there's aerial spray, you know, and even now Minnesota is, um, you know, they've got their biofuels. So there's no pesticide control on the biofuels. And what I've noticed in the last two years since they've been launching the biofuels is, yeah, the farmers go towards that. There's no regulation on the glyphosate and everybody sprays all their glyphosate at the same time and basically defoliates the state because right. it's aerial born. And like in, in the city, you, you saw last fall, mm-hmm. like normally we have maple trees. It's usually two, three months of a cascade of yellows to reds, you know, mm-hmm. and it was kind of in that way. And then one day they were black. Wow. Yeah. And nobody really noticed. And I, of course, was calling like the Department of Health and energy. Like, do you know what happened? And this was these bills were, of course, launched under climate change, protect the climate by biofuels, by rats. And uh, it's like, wow, you are you just like created a whole defoliation, which adds into global warming. Kate, let me ask you this question, because. There's a, a seemingly horrible blind spot among those that claim to be for the environment, right? Yeah. They, never, they never protest against toxicological burdens to the environment, only about what they call climate change, which, right. you know, again, there's controversies associated there. But look, put that aside and go, why aren't these people that claim to be environmentalists concerned about the things you're concerned about, that we're concerned about? I don't understand it. Like when I finally got to a guy, he called me back. He's like, well, he was the Department of Environment, whoever he was, but he um, he says, well, our job is to make sure that an individual farmer doesn't misuse what's written on the label of the product. I said, okay, well, if this farmer's spraying it and this farmer's spraying it and this farmer's spraying it, and then there's a cumulative effect, I mean, EPA has like a, a level that you can do. He said, the only way you can get to this is through your legislators. And so actually what I did is last fall, I bought 100 books and I've been going through a pile and going to every state in the country and mailing a copy of a book. I did a GoFundMe. I'm happy for more funds to come in. But he's and then, you know, or else go to the EPA. And you know how that is. It's another inside job. Like we're the little people. Well, regulatory capture, as we know, is so, so devastating to the so-called protection of anything we think we should be protected from. Uh, but the more we centralized the power, the more it was easy to buy that power by those who had the money to profit off of it and pollute and then proclaim that the real problem is, is something that has nothing to do with them. But again, poisoning the people for uh, the planet uh, and the planet, but the people on it has resulted in high profitability for managing more chronic diseases by more toxicological mm-hmm. you know, drugs. It's just it's just messed up. As you said, even if you're for the environment, you're like. If you're pro EPA, you're going, dude. The EPA is 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 enabling polluters. Yeah, exactly. It's you know writing this book. So if you look at the cover of the book, it's got the golden ratio on there, mm-hmm. and it's got um, a cloud on the sun. And um, really, as I I never, you know, I I figured out how to detox it, and that was originally where the or the book came from. Is like. So glyphosate, it's a glycine and phosphate molecule, right? So amino acid, glycine, and phosphate. And our bodies, 90% of the functionality of every enzyme, every protein, every function in our body from the neurotransmitter receptor sites and gate opening, they're all uh, glycine regulated. Mm 
-hmm. And when you add on that phosphate group, all of a sudden, this glycine molecule, which is the glyphosate is more readily absorbed in the body than just regular glycine. Mm -hmm. um, it makes every enzyme non-functional because it's not folding properly because the extra phosphate in there. And um, we've learned a lot from Stephanie Seneff on many of these issues. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, and, you know, I talk about the, the, the destruction of what we call connective tissue, right? This is everything, right. you know, without right. proper structure, we have no proper function and it just yeah. displaces the glycine and creates a lot of issues, whether it be punching holes in your gut or other aspects of, of how it would transit through the body and interact negatively with it. And, and so I don't know that anybody here would argue we don't need to detoxify from it, but uh, in addition, you know, how do we reduce our exposure to it? So I want to talk about, if you don't mind, some of the things yeah. you revealed in your book about yeah, yeah. detoxification so, of glyphosate. Yeah. So one of the main things is, well, of course there's well, the shikimate acid pathway is the pathway that's in all of our bacteria. So one of the main places that glyphosate, it was first licensed as an antibiotic because it kills basically everything that's alive, including mm -hmm. your bacteria. So that's that. But the this molecule, as it gets into our collagen, is like 99% glycine. When glyphosate gets in there, it gets built into your collagen. So it gets built into and it continually leaches, similar to mercury filling. So it's built into your whole uh, structural system and then will perpetually le leach and then affect every system in the body. So the, the bacteria is the one thing, there's that. So it goes into like all the methylation pathways, neurotransmitter creation, neurotransmitter receptor sites, like they aren't firing and then affects the pituitary adrenal thyroid axis, it affects the vagus nerve and the acetylcholine system. And um, I originally just, okay, if it's in the collagen, like I set up a detox protocol of high doses of vitamin C and saunas and digestive enzymes, massive digestive enzymes, because if my enzymes are non-functional from the glyphosate, I need some sort of exterior, you know, supplementation on that. Mm -hmm. And probiotics, of course, because it's killing off your bacteria. And very quickly, within a period of two months, I was able to get off the thyroid medication that I was on. Nice. And more importantly, in Minnesota, as I, because I was, it took me a year to write the book. Well, first it started off as a detox thing, and my skeptic son said, well, you better reference that. You can't just go spouting all this. And I started, I did the research in 2018. That's when mm -hmm. I was writing it. And at that point, the you could Google so much. I learned so much. There's, the last third of the book is really then written on the homeopathic detox because there's a lot of, um, and it's actually the first book I could say ever that talks more on a physiological level than what homeopathic remedies can do, right? Mm -hmm. So how belladonna works in the vagus nerve and the calcarb, their calcium channels, which are the nicotonic receptor sites, which are part of the vagus nerve. I mean, it was just a, it just blew my mind what happened. And then 2019, um, I was going to launch the book, but I was busy. And, uh, but 2019, there was, it was coming out in the news, glyphosate, glyphosate, glyphosate. And, you know, they, they did a clean sweep on mm -hmm. the internet. And fortunately, this book, it has over 100, like 126 references mm -hmm. from is it in the milk of the cows that are, you know, being fed the GMO corn? Um, 
I was blown away and I actually went through some sort of really deep uh, spiritual, like existential experience. Like we're making this food and under the guise of, you know, we have to feed the masses. And all the arguments were on uh, GMOs or GMO safe or not GMOs. You know, nobody was talking about the actual poisons that was going mm -hmm. on the GMOs. It was all about the GMOs. And right. um, so I, the book, like I thought it would, anyways, it went through a massive transformation and really mm -hmm. it becomes, and this is a kind of a larger topic, but uh, a question about conscience and consciousness. And when our like brain can't work, consciousness isn't there, but you know, right. and how the glyphosate is interfering with the neurotransmitters, there's Right, scale. so it's impacting our connection to the divine, I believe, exactly. in a negative sense. Exactly. Now, uh, one of the things I want to point out in, in your book, uh, again, this is the glyphosate-free book, page 136, 137, there's a nice little uh, two pages of charts on avoiding the foods, right? So part of it is yeah. realizing, as I said, you have no idea how much glyphosate is in foods that you think are healthy. And, and you, you go very specifically into that. This will help people to avoid this. Uh, and I know that we can't fully avoid glyphosate. That's why uh, one of the things I strat strategy I've implemented, uh, and this is thanks to Dr. Judy Mikovits, the, the dimethylglycine. We have the lozenge that we can also kind of displace and, and, and move about and move it on out the body. But I know you have other things to discuss homeopathically and whatever to help usher that accumulation and get it on out fast as we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so after those pages, then there's pages for like the natural foods that are going to facilitate different pathways, depending mm -hmm. on what your issues are. The, the number one thing is people will talk about bloating and gastrointestinal issues and particularly even celiac disease is directly related to that because the uh, glycine is needed to make trypsin, which is the enzyme that metabolizes wheat and gluten. And if you don't have that, then you can never metabolize it. And then that leads to leaky gut. And then you get food in the body. So like mast cell activation disease is there exactly. and all kinds of inflammatory responses. And I can tell you that this is so as a homeopath, I'm clinically seeing cases. And some of these cases that I've been working with for some amount of time using classical homeopathy, I'm like, they're not getting better. And so then the questions are, you live near to farmland. Oh yeah, when I was a kid, we, my brother used to spray glyphosate or spray pesticides on me. Like the kids would run around and play with each other like this. Yeah. You know, it's like a torture device. And they have like chronic allergies, chronic systemic. You know, every right. system is broken down. And so I asthma, glyphosate is in there. The kids, um, and you know, I've come across something which is it's difficult because. Even the small farmers, the families, they're dependent on their, and their kids are sick. Mm -hmm. And they come to me and I'm working with them. It's like, but they keep using the glyphosate. They keep using it. They're economically tied to it. And I don't know how to, you know, how do we address this point where we're tied to the poisons that are killing us and we keep doing it? Well, there is innovation. I, I featured this a couple of months back, a few months ago. Uh, contact organics, and I think Super Don has one of the banners up, is basically a glyphosate-free alternative to address the weeds without any toxicological burden. The way it works is phenomenal. We tested it out and did a little video on it. It was as fast or faster than glyphosate, but no toxic residue. And it's just extraordinary that there are innovations that would allow these places that they have, they, they rely on this stuff, 
whether it be golf courses, schools, or even farms, and it's nearly equivalent, so it's not outrageously expensive relative to what they're already spending, but again, they have to know about it. And so few people know that there are options so that they can still address their needs, yet do it in a way that doesn't harm the environment or the people or the animals or even the insects around it. Yeah, I mean, it's so, like, even the the people, oh, we're going to go hunting and we're going to shoot some deer, and then the kids are all sick, and it's like, well... You know, did you look at the stomach of the deer? They've just eaten all that GMO corn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that was not an organic venison. You know, you just, right. Yeah, we don't know where it is. And mm-hmm. and I've through you know, I eat a pretty limited uh, diet. I've figured out how to live well. You can and I'm grateful for all the co-ops that we have here and um, never buy any wine from California, you know, beer, never Corona actually, because they're phasing glyphosate out of Mexico. Corona is mm-hmm. one beer that I one of the, one of the cleaner beers out there. Yeah. Uh, you also on page 159, you start introduction to homeopathic support, which is yeah. great. Again, these yeah. are too few books on these issues and you're, you're there being a champion for this. And I'm grateful for you doing that. And so you'll go through some remedies that people could consider to integrate in terms of the recovery on top of other things yeah. that are in the book. Yeah, so the first section, so the way the book is written is the introduction kind of goes through all the sections of the body that it affects, and then there's chapters on those sections. And then in the homeopathy part, there's sections relating to the chapters based on the same construct of the entire book. It's kind of like, you know, the pattern repeats itself. So the first place, of course, is the bacteria in the biome, and we've got all of our bowel nosodes and homeopathic remedies that help to support the biome like that. Then um, next goes into proteins like sulfur and nitrogen. They're all like all of the protein that we digest is a nitrogen liberation process. So goes through the liver and how, you know, nitrogen gets translated to urea and then remedies at different stages along the way. Like if you have gout, for example, which is excess uric acid, there's a phase of that metabolism. Mm-hmm. And glyphosate elevates gout. And so there's remedies in that section. I mean, it just, it goes on. And then there's another piece about it with the adenosine, which is a part of like ATP, it's adenosine right. phosphate, but the breakdown mm-hmm. of that, that regulates the immune system one of the things that glyphosate does is it suppresses the immune system because it, the um, converting enzyme that releases the adenosine is not working. And when the adenosine is on the receptor sites, that suppresses the immune system and then retroviruses come mm-hmm. forward. So then people yeah. can have, so there's whole sections on. The many pathways, in other words. Pathway, yeah, yeah. 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 And we're doing it to ourselves if we if we don't realize the exposure can be limited or reduced greatly and mm-hmm. that we do have remedies to counteract this. We're not helpless, but unfortunately, by going into the allopathic medical system, they are often loath to acknowledge the toxicity issue and or have any remedies other than toxic poisons themselves as they or have. Their- You're just going to take this medication like the thyroid medicine. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not sick. Why am I sick? You know, I, I know my being, I'm not sick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what is it about, uh, again, the lack of uh, suspicion about the, the same industry that poisons us comes in with the remedies that are more poisonous or more toxic. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we as a culture have been programmed, honestly programmed into believing such stupid, you know what I want to say here. 
that we're destroying ourselves. This isn't a random act of God. This is a, a collusion by, you know, man against man, woman and child here. This, mm-hmm. this could be corrected the moment we go, hey, enough. Stop enough. it. It's really interesting. I've been watching um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s, um, you know, some of the videos from the past, mm-hmm. and they're all skinny people. Mm-hmm. They're all skinny, thin, built thin, like you and I. We're like that is the norm. And wow. um, now, everywhere you look, everybody's got this kind of bloat on them, this swelling. The body like retains water to insulate mm-hmm. against the inflammation and. The toxic um, burden. It's the food. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and this is something, again, man, we, we're looking at the wrong experts, so to speak. The, the, the homeopaths are not consulted. The naturopaths are not consulted. The chiropractors, all the vitalistic views, you know, points of various methods of healing out there that have been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. They're not invited to the table of discussion here. Instead, we're going back to the pharmaceutical, medical, uh, flexor report uh, doctors. Uh, to, and, and they don't resolve this issue. How many so of them are? Where, I mean, being food wise, right? So there's two labels. There's a non-GMO label. Mm-hmm. But these products are still can be sprayed at the end of their life. That's right. Right. Yes. So then you have to go USDA organic. But there's there, even I've heard that they're trying to get in to write glyphosate can fit in the organic, which isn't 100 percent organic. There's certain pesticides that they allow in that. But if they had all let glyphosate in, there's another one that I've just learned of recently. It's astrazine, which in frogs, it makes it so they aren't sexually differentiating. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think about, you know, some of the topics of the day of why there's such a difficulty for humans to be differentiating properly between male and female sexuality is this like an environmental toxin issue. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we really have to be vigilant on our own. Oh, I, I agree. There's yeah. so much about the, the endocrine disruptors that were occurring long before even glyphosate, just through various pesticides and, and xenoestrogens from plastics, if you will. Yes. And, 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 and then we add to the mix, as you point out, uh, just horrible, unknown uh, negative endocrine you know, interaction. And, and now they're promoting this idea that, you know, children are born into the wrong body. Souls don't, yeah. they're not born in the wrong body. You, you mutilate these children. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's so, yeah. it, it needs, I mean, I, I got to a place of just down on my hands and knees to higher consciousness this book is about consciousness. Hopefully in reading it, it will raise the consciousness of the person who's reading it. And mm-hmm. certainly if you clean up your food and diet, you're going to have closer access to yeah. a greater um, place in that. All yeah. right. Super Don has made this link available. I know this book's been out for a little while, but it is still so valuable. Uh, Glyphosate Free, an essay on functional nutrition and the homeopathic clearing of glyphosate toxicity by Kate Birch, as well as uh, a book I want to transition to discuss because we don't have a, a ton of time, but uh-huh. I want to spend time on this, homeoprophylaxis, the solution you call it, uh, the vaccine alternative, a parent's guide to educating your child's immune system, a second edition available now as of July 7th of 2023. Uh-huh. And I, as I said, I've mentioned it already a, a few times in the, the Remedy docu-series. Thanks to Ty and Charlene Bollinger for being open enough to allow that kind of discussion to happen. I personally, Kate, don't believe we need it per se, right? Because this is the idea that it's sort of like we've been programmed to believe we don't survive 
childhood without vaccines, which is a lie, of course. And then we go, all right, here is this homeoprophylaxis. Is it really necessary? I don't know that it is, but it's wonderful to have as a tool, as a backstop or when exposure is is imminent to facilitate a gentle, let's say, energetic, if it's not an imprint, a teaching, if you will. Because remember, before we're exposed to physical molecules, these things have an energy, energy about them. All life does. And yet this is the part that's denigrated so much because there's a collectivist, reductionist, you know, materialistic view of the body is only a, bu- a lump of chemicals and there's no energy involved, which is silly. So I don't think this should be controversial, but it's still the least understood of all the natural re- uh, healing modalities or preventive or prophylactic modalities. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about the history. So the book was first written in 2011 or published then, and we had what we call our childhood homeoprophylaxis program. And it's based on the work of Isaac Golden, who you've met before. Yes. And at the time, still the language about it was, um, you know, prophylaxis prevention, prophylaxis prevention. And we also did, so through Free and Healthy Children International, we did research. We copied the research that Golden did. So it's a 15, ours was a 10 year study on long-term effects and looking at how HP is working. And what we've come to understand is that, and this second edition is reflecting not only that study, but the study from the coronavirus. And since the, the glimpse of the collapse of humanity came through studying the coronavirus, Nozo, it's like, what can I do to help humanity, right? And we expanded, we've got seven new programs and that's really what this book is about. But it's more than, it's not preventing disease. And like what you said, it's you're giving an immunological agent to activate an immune response. But what is that immune response? And that is when you look at infectious disease and think of it in terms of you have a susceptibility in a population and a susceptibility towards disease and an infectious disease comes into that place and catalyzes something Mm -hmm. that creates an evolutionary process that then solves the problem. Mm -hmm. And so taking a look at that theme is that, and in the time, so we've triturated or proved most of the nosodes that are used in the programs, like what is measles about? What is tetanus about? What is, um, and that each one has its own psycho-spiritual developmental place in the being. So as the soul, like according to anthroposophical thought, you know, the soul enters the body after a certain amount of time, right? These childhood diseases, the fever that's erupted, that is actually saying I'm struggling with something. And soul is like, I'm getting like the fever, the heat brings the soul back in the body. Mm. Infants that get pneumonia, pneumonia is a bacteria that's normally in the lungs. And the lungs is the the surface membrane upon which the soul remains in the body. And we need a healthy population of pneumococcal bacteria there to, and when you see a weakling child develop pneumonia, we can look at it as like, oh, they're weak, they're gonna die of that pneumonia. The the, the purpose of the pneumonia is actually like, hey, you gotta wake up here. We gotta pull on all your reserves Mm -hmm. to actually bring some life back into you. So then if you look at every disease that has this evolutionary process is what we're doing with the HP programs is we're stimulating immunological and evolutionary process to enhance the development and the survival. And there's like meningitis, for instance, all that heat in the head 
gets the brain working better, you know, if it's not given in a lethal dose, which the right. Crohn's disease does, right? So, um, so then we looked at also like miasmatic remedies, which are made from sexually transmitted diseases. Well, they can lead down a whole path of degeneration, but when you clear miasmatic diseases, the only thing you can do is have a, a non-miasmatic health, right? And so like with infertility, with sexuality, with what's happening there, with you know elders, their immune systems are so suppressed from a variety of different things. One, they're not even around their children anymore or grandchildren, they don't get that exposure. So how can we keep their immune systems active? And really that's what we're using HP for and that's what this book is really showcasing now is what we've learned in those last 10, 11, 12 years to bring this as really into the forefront. Beautiful. Uh, you know, I'd like to say that homeoprophylaxis is not a replacement for vaccination. Nothing should replace vaccination except vaccination should be abolished, uh, in my opinion, as, as it's, a, it's an aberrant process and practice. Uh, can amount to what they used to call, you know, witchcraft and those that didn't understand the, what the was the theory goal. is correct. The yeah. theory is correct. That the methodology is, methodology is absolutely yeah. disastrous and it suppresses the expression of what they call disease. That is not necessarily helpful uh, because it drives things deeper into chronicity. And now we've got, of course, the most chronically yeah. ill population on planet Earth here in America from the word go. These kids never got a chance. So like measles, for example, is the disease that's intended to set an individual's autonomy and direction in their life and what happens with mmr vaccine autism you have the most dependent group of children in that so mm -hmm. the, the vaccine had taken the disease and turned it upside down yeah. and instead of being able to the homeoprophylaxis is i did you know when the 2014 uh, measles epidemic broke out and California and everybody's talking about measles. I'm just going to take some measles and see what happens. And I'm like, I am standing on my own, like, leave me alone. <laughs> and that it was actually, they used, that was the catalyst that got the people fighting up against the, the mm -hmm. state too. Like, can no. we, they'd already lost because they planned it, you know, years before. But. Well, and, and Kate, and, listen, I know that, uh, you know, you come from more of a, a what we call a Democrat leaning, you know, viewpoint politically. And this show isn't about politics because we're we're really, a, you know, we acknowledge, though, when a Republican or a Democrat does wrong or right. I don't care what their label is. But again, I, I bring up this question of like, look at California completely, you know, dominated New York state, completely dominated where you have a super uh, majority of one party. Yeah. And I don't think that's good on either side, but let's just see what what has happened here is they've adopted a pharmaceutical church or religion, a belief in, in big farm where they used to be suspicious of things like that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, what happened? Even yeah. Bobby Kennedy has asked this. I know. I'm I'm of that his thinking. And yeah. something started happening in the eighties and nineties when they started introducing pharmaceutical like psychotropic drugs. I'm like, there's no biochemical thing wrong with people's brain now you're making them all that way by handing out all these drugs to them it's whatever yeah. yeah so we've got a lot to you know i i think resolve these issues um that aren't really political but for whatever reason they gravitate towards certain parties and this throughout history it just kind of shifts one way or the other over time but there are again physiological too explanations for 
how the mind works and in which way it's directed or how easy it is to manipulate and program it into certain things that seem to be counterintuitive based on proclamations like we're all for freedom of speech. Well, except those that used to decry those who would try to ban speech from the right are now the ones that are biggest proponents of banning speech. Yeah, like, this is my body. Let me do make choices for my body when it comes to abortion, but not when it comes to vaccines. Yeah, there's there's such a, a, a cognitive dissonance in that regard, right? My body, yeah. my choice. So, again, this is not getting into the discussion of whether it, it, we believe or not, but the, the fundamental autonomy, a bodily autonomy, again, leaving the government out in that sense. Now, uh, Kate, I just bring that up just because I know you look at this as, as well homeopathically you know how do we address not just the body but the mind and the spirit and that's something that modern medicine doesn't do if it goes to mind even sometimes that's a stretch but body mind and spirit and Mm. these holistic methodologies including homeopathy address all of that you know the trainings you know my friends with trinity school of natural health they focus on body mind and spirit we need that to come back into the medical realm or the people in the medical realm that are leaving it because now they've recognized what they've done and they're now coming over this way and I'm, you know, just looking at them and they should learn homeopathy. They should learn, you know, naturopathy, herbalism, all of these things, these traditions uh, to help, you know, again, shift the balance back to something that we've gone so far out of kilter in terms of allopathic domination because it has a place, but mm-hmm. not everywhere. Well, I mean, historically, the thinking is it goes even back into Christianity where nature is pan is the devil. And so anything to do with nature, everything should just be with God. And then God got replaced by the white jacket, you know, the doctor's coat. The lab coat, yeah. And and, um, and nature. And, and we still, like I'm looking outside because this spring there was also heavy. All of my maple leaf leaves are curled. They were burned mm-hmm. by the air that came in. Um, we, and it's that's nature right there for us. Yeah. There's no bugs on the windshields, like bees are gone. The deer have, you know, even ticks. The ticks come because the immune systems are suppressed. But if the animals are, you know, poisoned by the food because they're eating out of the farmers, it's really uh, a lot yeah. of work needs to be done, Robert. I agree. And I'm gr- I'm grateful for your work there to help educate and inform and uh, bring something out that needs to be out, desperately needs to be out. So I hope everybody picks up both of your books, uh, the Glyphosate Free book, as well as the one on homeoprophylaxis. I've got a, a, a story here at the end of this hour with you. You might want to cover it with me because I, I think okay. you're very well qualified yeah. to hit this. Um, and it's in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. By the way, if you want to learn more about Kate, hipphealth.com, hiphealth.com, double P. And uh, check it out there, and you can reach out and consult, whatever, but uh, get the books. Uh, this story is from uh, Tessa Lena, I believe her name is. Uh, she, Tessa Fights Robots. I love her, uh, her substack. And uh, this headline reads, Meet the Clumsy Elephant in a China Shop. Can tonsil removal provoke polio and autoimmune disease? And, you know, the subheadline, every procedure is safe and effective until it's not. Now, I recognize, in fact, you know, before I knew any of this, I was raised in a pharmaceutical allopathic family. We, were, we had medical people in our family. And I saw friends in my era going through this tonsillectomy. And I, well, I don't know why, I just prayed to God, please don't let them take my tonsils. Because I had a lot of tonsillitis, uh, throat infections, inflamed throat, painful throat, sore throat. And I'm like, oh, please let me have my, th- don't take them. And I don't know anything about why I felt that other than I don't, that's part of me, don't take them. And now, of course, more science 
in in and going back in the history books now to even polio and paralytic response to what they call polio that they seem to correspond even more uh, precisely with those children who had the tonsillectomy, made them more vulnerable. And of course, we know this: the tonsils are immune lymphoid tissue. They're part Can I of the add in here? Please, yes. So one of uh, Hahnemann's pieces of his work from the Organon is, if the infectious disease is not allowed to occupy the organs that it would, um, or it's not allowed to move through, mm-hmm. so there's maybe a IPV vaccine was given, tonsils are getting inflamed, you take that out, the disease is still in the system, it's going to go to the next level of suppression or organ immunity, and polio then is the neurology. Went went paralytic to the nerve system. And also autoimmune diseases, they link it to. So uh, we're seeing a dramatic increase that's being reported. Right, because Uh, it's like if if I can't move it onto my surface membranes and you take that away and you take that away, it's going to go in and then I start attacking. Right. And this is not homeopaths that have done this. These are allopaths that have done this. And, you know, I recognize there's a schism between those forms of medicine that has been forever, but there's a place for everything. But the the thing is they didn't want homeopaths to have any place at all. And they wanted to be dominated in a monopoly system. And again, this is something that right, left, or center in politics, you should recognize that having a centralized monopoly of any system, and I don't want a monopoly for homeopathy. I just want freedom. The freedom for all healers to, you know, lay it out. This is what we do, and you get to choose. Uh, and right now, we don't have that, and we're so far removed from that. That's why, you know, there are good people I'd like to see in office. But in the meantime, we've got to, at the localist of local level, support practitioners like Kate Birch and others that are doing good work, mm-hmm. Trinity graduates as well, and interact with the allopaths that are now coming our direction. We're not going theirs. Uh, they've had their time. It's time to come back to nature, the natural world, and realize how powerful it is and to remove body parts and expect that we're healthier for that. That's absurd. Why do you, once you ask why the body parts are doing what they're doing? Yeah. Or how many thousands of years, millions of years did it take for our beings to actually, Oh, we need this glandular system in the throat. Cause that's where you first contact it. Like, like, Oh, we'll just cut that out. Like that was you erase um, that. Mm-hmm. And then just like a little side note, I'm actually not American, so I can't vote. And I um, watch the political charades go down, mm-hmm. you know, um, it may look like I have certain political bents, but yeah, those are points of views, but there's... Sure. No, and, and the thing is, we're open to discussing all of that here. That's why I love and appreciate different viewpoints. And and I love what Bobby Kennedy is doing. He's like, yeah. why can't we talk to one another? Learn about each other. Why do you believe what you believe? It's like, that's the healthiest thing we could be doing right now. And you find yeah. out you have much more in common than you have that would divide you and divide us. Yeah. Uh, in, in conclusion on this particular Substack article that we're referencing in, I just want to go to the... The, the, the bottom line here from this Tesla thing, uh, the vaccination industry is a great example of blowing smoke. From day one, it's been based on an adventurous assumptions, on adventurous assumptions, wobbly testing and wishful thinking. We are used to hearing all day how vaccines save lives. But once you start digging with honesty, you discover mostly uh, theran- Theranos, a successful case of Theranos, turtles all the way down, if you've, if everybody's seen that book. Mm-hmm. And they say that the skeptical peasant is the stupid one again skepticism is not a bad thing it's a healthy thing be skeptical of homeopathy that's a good thing but put it to the test and as you'll see it will stand the test of time as it has if it was really not valid at all it would have disappeared shortly after Hahnemann brought it out well I have to put some history of why I wrote the book the uh, the solution mm-hmm. was I was seeing increasingly numbers of vaccine damaged kids in my practice 
I'm like, oh, my goodness, we need another way. Hence the solution. It came that way. And I had an interview with a guardian guy, and they were proposing that homeopaths were the ones that the fault of the measles epidemics, even though it's licensed as a live virus vaccine measles vector, mm-hmm. which tells me that they're using the vaccine as a vector to spread yeah. the live virus. But anyways, and I was like, it's not like I became an expert in infectious disease or vaccine damage because I wanted to. It's because that was in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not making it up. I was nope. big, somebody comes to me and then they their child gets better. The next person comes and then pretty soon, like, we, you know, Minnesota has high Somali right. numbers with autism and and no, they were getting hammered by these vaccines. They'd never exposed to it in, in to that degree in Somalia, catching them up, yeah. and the autism uh, exploded. The, the neurological brain injury exploded in that community yeah. when they got here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the controversy of just talking about it? These were elements of, of we were oh, getting and censored. Eddie Wakefield came here, and yep. then the U of M twisted it that he was preying on all the Somalis. And in that, I was in that room, mm-hmm. and there was two or 300 Somalis with their kids banging their heads. And this is not made up. Like this is a real thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then, the, and then, what does the state do? It takes away children from parents who mm-hmm. don't want to do these things. Again, religious sacrament or scientific validation. When we talk about vaccinology, no, no, no. It's a, it's a cult. It's an yeah. absolute cult, and it, and there should not be in violation of the First Amendment any, uh, let's say, state-sanctioned religion. And there is the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism, as you'll see. And we'll talk with Brian Festa from We the Patriots USA, a great group trying to help parents regain the children that are being stolen from them by the pharmaceutically corrupted state agencies, even down to Child Protective Services and local judges, all under the grips of the pharmaceutical church or cult. And Kate Birch, thank you for helping us wake up to that, as well as your books. I hope everybody picks them up and we'll get you back on as soon as I get the homeoprophylaxis book to talk more about it because it's a subject we can't cover enough in one hour and there's so much to it and the language we just Mm. had to get clear on the language the way people look at disease or Mm. health or yeah so thank you so much robert kate it's always good to see you check it out hip health h-i-p-p health.com kate we'll get you back on soon okay great yeah Thanks for being here, y'all. we got a whole other hour of broadcast healing. If you have questions about this or anything we do, submit them at robertscatbell.com. We'll answer them on the air or call us at 866-939-BELL. Leave a message, 866-939-2355. And tell us why you listen to or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show. If you're domestic, you ask, I, I'll, we're going to do a drawing of some kind for those that submit uh, why they listen. Uh, my organic backyard, what is it called? What's the fruit we were talking about at Superdon? Come on, help me out. Apricots, come on. Are you a little slow? Not rutabagas, (laughs) apricots. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, no, apricots. And I want to, we, we do the freeze dryer. Thanks to Allison, one of our super super fans, uh, super supporters, uh, that uh, I want to send a bag of those to somebody who submits that. We'll, we'll talk about how to do that later. And also, I'm going to try and give away one of those to our patron supporters in the Zoom AMA coming up July 31st, which is this coming Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific after the Monday broadcast. So with that, let's take a pause, Super D, on the top of the hour. Brian Fester from We the Patriots USA doing amazing work. I got to hang out with them, uh, Taryn Gregson and others at the uh, Boise event. Uh, I don't know how long it's been already, a month, two already, but what an amazing event, doing great work. And I'm, I'm so excited to spotlight a good effort, and you can support them too. We'll tell you how. 
get those parents back in charge of their kids, not the state, not the government, and reminding you that the power to heal is yours. And then we're back. <laughs> what the heck happened to the video feed? There Suddenly, was a glitch. All yeah. right. Well, hey, remember cool. RSB15? Yay. RSB15 for the discount code for uh, Nutritional <laughs> Frontiers while we're at it. Right? Yeah. Do you think that's a restream thing? Because we've been talking about so. switching over. Yeah. 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 So uh, okay. anyway, do you want to embed the start or just, just launch into hour two right now? It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thanks, man. There you go. I love it when we can just roll through this, and we will. Yeah, uh, we are. The second, uh, second hour. What, what's going on with our uh, hello? There's you. There's me. Uh, there. Okay. There you are. I, I want to. That uh, was unexpected. Sorry. Yeah. I went and you. Uh, yeah. I want to uh, acknowledge my friends at Cardio Miracle. We got to hang out Lisa Hill and John Hewlett. This weekend, or I say weekend, it was midweek. Uh, usually I'm traveling on the weekends, but this was a midweek thing, going down to Jim Baker's studios and uh, recording an episode for his uh, TV show. And, you know, one of the things we did talk about was Cardio Miracle. There's also the added benefit of the Folium products, Folium PX, and um, I talk about breaking through a, a ceiling in your healing, right? If you hit a, a stopping point, you're like, I, I can't break through. Consider the Folium products, foliumpx.com. Use the code RSB10 to get the discount. Now, this is where my mom comes into the picture. She's now 89. I talked about how she had struggled through the COVID years, not necessarily with COVID because she didn't do the jabs or anything crazy like that, but she had lost a lot of energy. She was having some skin issues and things like that that were, were happening at that point at any age. But they said, the old people, you got to watch out. And so it was, you know, some things concerning us. And she, of course, has done the Folium PX, uh, well, at, the, at a certain point, and it got her back on the dance floor along with the, the Cardio Miracle. And so on January 1st, uh, she, it was like a couple of weeks into the Folium, she got back on the dance floor uh, for New Year's Day celebration. And then on her birthday, January 29th, she celebrated by dancing to a 1934 film with, uh, I think it was Fred Astaire and maybe Ginger Rogers or something like that. And that was when she was born, 1934. And so... I just saw on Facebook as I was out of town, I came back. I was like, oh, she's dancing again. Uh, she was out at a place called Johnny's Hideaway. And that's a famous place uh, in Atlanta and Roswell or Roswell Road. I remember it. My dad used to go there years ago when he was still with us. And they had a lot of dancing, not so much the young people, so to speak. And apparently mom went there uh, just the last couple of days or something, and she was dancing. So, Super Don, do you have that uh, clip of mom at 89 just cutting? Look at that. Now, tell me, who wouldn't want to be able to dance like that at 89? I can't dance like that now at 57. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a while. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Isn't that cool, though? Uh, I mean, just like you said, to overcome that at, at that age and, and to get out there on the dance floor and just have a good time. She loves to dance. I love the fact that she's dancing. So, such good good things that are happening. And I would love for you to consider the things we talk about here and the, the things that mom does that work. How cool is that? What are, what are we going to say? That's a great visual. Makes you want so, to dance. Keep dancing, Mom. It's Speaking awesome. of videos of people dancing, when are you supposed yeah. to be doing this thing 
with the cover band. Oh, right. So yeah, Monday there, there was a, they were playing locally and, and it was another one of those things. I just got back in town over and I had to sleep in the airport. Remember when I got home mm, at so dark 30? Oh. Yeah. And I, I messaged her. I said, my gosh, I really want to do it. Cause it's fun. I would love to get on stage and do. I'm I going did. to say, I'm not a conspiracy yeah. theorist. I'm not. Yes. Yes. But uh, what do you think? I wonder, did you like pay off the uh, maybe the pilot of the plane or something like that to be late so that you would have to miss no singing on stage? Seriously, as much as I'm like mm, about it, it really was fun. Okay. I have to say, it was just so much fun to get. And if you don't know what we're talking about, um, the the band No Limits is like the number two party band cover band in the nation. I mean, they get taken fly, flown everywhere. I mean, it's like oh my gosh, big time. And Rachel's the owner of the, the gym that I go to, and she's she's terrific. And they did a, a customer appreciation thing last year, I think it was, and she invited me up on stage to sing Sweet Caroline because the only voice I can kind of sound decent at singing a Neil Diamond-type voice. And it was fun. You know, we have the video. You guys could see it if you're patron supporters. And so she invited me back up. They were doing a local gig, and I was like, I was ready to go, Super D. I was. And that day just kept dragging and dragging. By the time I got there, I'm like, I can't function. It just wasn't possible. So it wasn't really me not wanting to do it because mm. as much as I don't believe that I'm a performer in that sense. I was imagining is, you on the phone calling, hi, hi, Frank over at Harp. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I need you to create a thunderstorm. Right, so and, I don't uh, have to do the yeah. Yeah, thing. No. no. Believe me, if Rachel thinks I'm adequate to the task who might argue with her because she's sensational in terms of her singing and dancing that band is top notch in terms of cover band stuff so hopefully right. i'll have another opportunity there will be another time yep. yeah anyway so that's what happened there I, I i didn't i failed to tell you that's what happened but that's okay. what happened all right. uh all right so uh first up in in the second hour of the show i know we're, we're making it our way uh back to brian fest in a moment um what is uh this article here uh, from the Children's Health Defense. It says, revealed dark money funders behind disinformation dozen, according to a new report. And this is uh, by our friend from Green Med Info, Sayer G. He's tracing the donors to the Center for Countering Digital Hate to media empires, government, and political influence networks. Is, is anybody surprised? I mean, these are what we call astroturf organizations. They're not grassroots, you know, protests about how, how dare Ty and Charlene Bollinger and Sayer G and Mercola and Mike Adams and others, how dare they spread this misinformation? I'm going to just make it my mission. You know, there's dark, deep uh, money supporting these efforts. And the Center for Digital Hate dude in England, it's like, you can't do that alone. You've got to have money to get that out to the whole world. The whole world has to cooperate. Primarily, and Bobby Kennedy was one of those targeted. And of course, there are lawsuits against the government now and uh, I don't know if they're going to target social media as you well. You know, I've been suspicious of that whole that whole organization from the from the beginning. Yeah. All right. Because uh, first off, if uh, the the Center for Counting Digital Hate, Digital Hate, who comes with that? Where where in in and people saying, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, I, I've got an alternative to taking the vaccine. Mm. When did that become digital hate? Digital hate, right? Exactly. Is this, I, that didn't make sense get, from the from the very beginning? New and, definition. And, so, yeah. so you know, here he is to to go after digital hate, mm -hmm. and suddenly he's targets twelve people on the internet that are uh, disagreeing with the narrative on COVID. Yeah, and putting that out there is the disinformation doesn't all this stuff. I just it was it was weird. It didn't make sense to me in the beginning. Well, 
And how high did it climb up the ladder? You had President the White House, President Biden talking about the the disinformation dozen. They're responsible for 70 to 80 percent, even though that wasn't true. Didn't matter. But we know that they're spewing digital disinformation from the White House. Yeah. So these guys pop up out of nowhere, completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Put together disinformation dozen. All of the the news agencies, all the mainstream news, the White House are quoting the disinformation dozen, going after them, trying to censor them, trying to shut them down. Um, and there was, you know, every time somebody would lose their Instagram account, then on on the account, the 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 disinformation hate guy was out there going, "Oh, see, look, ha ha, look what we did, yay!" Yeah. Now, ultimately, it backfired, huge, mm-hmm. and that's why you don't hear about them anymore. But yeah, I mean, is is it a shock? That there's uh, something behind that, that it's being funded by people with an agenda? No. Yeah. Not it just at took all. a while for it to come out. And good, right. good job on Sayer G to find it. Yeah. He does a great research, Green Med Info. You could support Sayer as well and his good work. Uh, for all of us that are in what we call alternative or new media, uh, we exist because of your generosity. You support us directly and indirectly by supporting those who are not afraid to support a message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. And we see that, as I said, the the dominant viewpoint, sanctioned viewpoint by government in America where there should be no quote-unquote sanctioned viewpoints, right? The First Amendment was all about disputing through speech. And as Bobby Kennedy and others have said, the answer to speech you don't like is not suppression or censorship. It's more speech. <laughs> but some have abandoned it. And we have, uh, again, come through a lot. We're still banned and suppressed on certain uh, platforms, but many of you have discovered me and our friends because we've been banned, precisely because. Now, for many years prior to that, we've been talking about the court system being biased, the Child Protective Service being biased in favor of a state-sanctioned religion. I call it pharmaceutical mysticism or modern medicine, the medical monopoly. And for those parents who dared to look at various treatments, including those that are not approved by any government agency, FDA or otherwise, and you find out the government then says, we claim ownership over your children. We cannot allow you to refuse them something called chemotherapy, which, by the way, is more likely to kill somebody with cancer than cure them. Poisoning people back to health, anybody? It's absurd. Now, as much as I uh, abhor what many of these treatments are in uh, uh, traditional, if we call it oncology, allopathic uh, licensed oncology, I wouldn't call for a ban on it, but I want a fully informed consent and also the ability of those things that are not chemo to address cancer on a level playing field, which means what? The freedom to communicate, uh, speak truthfully, honestly, with scientific validation. And even if you don't, just say so, you don't have it. But if it's not fraud or deception, which, again, under the statutes of, of, of every state in the nation, much less at a federal level, statutes against fraud pre-exist the, the, so, the so-called suppression of speech related to, um, uh, what do they call that, pre, uh, I'm losing words here, legal words. Maybe Brian Festa can help me on that. But basically, it's the stuff Jonathan Emord has talked about, stifling speech before it can even be uttered based on the fear that somebody might do something wrong with the information that might hurt themselves. But what are they doing with the information that's approved by the Fear and Death Administration? They're hurting themselves or killing themselves. Doctors are hurting you and killing you, whether they mean to or not, because they say it's only legitimate if the FDA, Fear and Death Administration, approves it. Yet they are the third leading cause of death. Some argue, like me, the first and second as well, because cancer and heart disease are caused largely by many pharmaceutical interventions, medical interventions prior to that. 
manifestation. Now, when we talk about infectious disease control or response, what if you don't want an antibiotic? What if you want to use silver? What if you want to use hydrogen peroxide or ozone? What if you want to use something called chlorine dioxide? Is that grounds for removing children from parents who decide, you know what, we've investigated, we believe this is a superior technique to duress that? When, since when do parents don't, not, don't have that bodily autonomy? Well, when it violates the pharmaceutical church or death cults uh, dogma. Joining us now and battling to gain parental authority and rights back from We the Patriots USA, Brian Festa joins us now. There's a, a family in Missouri that has lost four of their children to the state based on utilizing something the FDA doesn't approve of and the state agencies don't. Brian, welcome back, my my brother. I love you. Appreciate you so much for all you're doing. Thanks for having me back, Robert. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing well. Better now that you're here on these subjects that I, I just loathe to discuss, but we've got to. Preemptive. Preemptive, preemptive content-based restrictions on free speech are unconstitutional under the First Amendment. That's what you were looking for. Thank you, Brian. I knew you'd cover me. And uh, this is something that has become institutionalized at the federal and state level. Preemptive, you know, you can't say, you can't even believe it or think it. It's crazy, but we have adopted this uh, lesser form of free speech, which is not free speech. And, uh, you know, Jonathan Emord, who I hope you'll connect with if you haven't already, running for the United States Senate, knows better than any, even a freedom-loving Republican, not that we say all Republicans are truly freedom-loving, but in that context, those that are attempting to reestablish constitutional, you know, um, um, well, realities, uh, he will bring another level or layer of knowledge to, to because of his experience as well. But what about this parental authority, the Ninth Amendment and other things, how they're violated by state-level action, child protective services, when parents say, hey, we want to care for our children differently than the medical church does? Yeah, medical church. That's a great way to put it. Um, I haven't heard that's I, I'm guessing that's a term you've used before, but I haven't heard it before. <laughs> um, that's what it is. I always called it the mainstream uh, medical tyranny. Um, but, you know, th that's what it is. It's, it's a religion. It has become a state sponsored religion. We saw that no more clearly than we did during uh, COVID. Than, than any time else, right? When if you merely uttered words against it, as you were just talking about, Robert, with the disinformation doesn't, doesn't mm -hmm. you could be prosecuted. And look what they're doing to doctors in California. So uh, my friend, Dr. Mark McDonald, has a very important case um, in Florida, uh, you know, going, excuse me, not in Florida, in California, is, is what I mean to say, um, you know, going against the state there because they have threatened to take doctors' licenses away, to discipline them simply for giving their patients advice that they believe is sound, but is not necessarily in line with the mainstream narrative. Um, and so, you know, anyone who, uh, who specifically gives advice contrary to, to established norms with regard to COVID can be prosecuted. Now, as the judges pointed out on the Ninth Circuit, because I actually listened to that case about a week, week and a half ago, mm -hmm. I listened to that hearing in its entirety. As the judges pointed out when they were questioning the state, um, why is this just for COVID? You don't do this with any other kind of disease. You don't say, you know. What happened to Brian? Did he freeze up? Is that just me or is he frozen? Nope, we lost nope. him. Okay. There he is. No, oh, let's bring back. him back in. Yeah. There he Brian, is. sorry, I'm you froze up. And I, I lost I'm sorry it. about that. I'm on a hardwire too, so I don't know what's no, going on. But 
But anyway, well, mm. I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both know what's going on, Robert. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, and, 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 and so we don't do this with any other disease, right? Uh, we don't say that if you give advice contrary to the mainstream on cancer or heart disease, diabetes, any of these other d- diseases or disorders, we don't prosecute you, uh, but we're going to do it for COVID. And, and the state's attorney, she didn't really have a, a good answer to that question. So the judges actually seem to be on the side, believe it or not, this Ninth mm-hmm. Circuit panel, even they realize that, hey, because the Ninth Circuit has not been friendly to us. OK, yeah. you, you know that. But even they realize that, hey, something's off here. This doesn't make sense. Why are you targeting these doctors specifically for COVID and nothing else. Um, and it's definitely a content-based rest- restriction on speech. So what you have, um, the case that you brought me on to talk about uh, with regard to parental rights is happening in Missouri. Uh, yes. We took on the case of Amanda and Paul Guidry, who had their four children stolen from them by the state, uh, the Department of Child Welfare, simply because they used an alternative medical treatment. There it is. Uh, the article is up for that. everybody to, to see uh, at law.com. Parents lose custody of four children to state of Missouri. We, the Patriots USA fights back and God bless you, Brian and your team, because you're doing extraordinary work. I believe God's work in this sense to push back on, you know, the government where it violates fundamental, you know, bodily autonomy. And again, parental authority. And again, on behest or behalf of a pharmaceutical church. Because this is it. We don't want competition. We don't want you to have the free. And they'll say it under the guise of, well, we want to protect children from abuse and neglect. Well, medical and abuse and neglect is uh, subjective based on economic imperatives that, you know, provide inherent what we call conflicts of interest. Right. No, absolutely. And, um, you know, in, in this case, what's most dangerous about this case is a couple things I want to point out. First of all, the fact that this is happening in the state of Missouri, which is ostensibly a, a red state, right? At least we believe it to be. Or mm-hmm. That's the, the, the general perception anyway, I should say, is that it's a, a fairly conservative state and you have this happening in, in Missouri. Uh, but what's even more dangerous than, than that fact is the fact that the state had zero evidence that these children had been harmed. There was no evidence of abuse. It's not like a case where you have bruises, broken bones, or a child reports sexual you know, assault or something like that. All of those things, all right, there are legitimate situations where children need to be removed from a home if those things are really happening to a child. In this case, none of that was happening. There was no evidence they were harmed at all. So four children were taken away from Amanda and Paul, including their youngest, a six-year-old child on the autism spectrum, who's nonverbal, Robert, who's not going to be able to tell his parents what's going on now that he's in foster care. Do you know they've moved him now four times to four different foster homes because the families that they place him with don't know how to take care of him because he's on the spectrum, has a very severe uh, behavior challenges and uh, cognitive challenges. They don't know what to do with him. They just keep shipping him around from house to house. This little boy is six years old. He doesn't know what the heck is going on. All he knows is he wants his mommy and daddy back. He hasn't seen them in mm. in, in in over a month now. Um, and and it's like I think it's been six weeks now. Um, and Amanda and Paul were going to join us uh, today. The only reason they can't is, is this is the only time they're giving them to visit with their children. They get a limited amount of time. I think they get like two hours, um, you know, to visit with their children. And this is the only time they have. And it's not every day, by the way, I think it's even just once a week, if I'm not mistaken. 
And, and so I said, no, please go ahead. Be yeah, with your, your children. Well, I'll well, take the interview. Okay. We'll yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. But this is, this is criminal, Robert. The only entity that has harmed these children is the state of Missouri. Yes. Yeah. There's no harm to these children, as you point out, no evidence of harm, but you have a judiciary enforcing again, a state sanctioned religion in violation of the first amendment. So fundamental. And the question is, you know, will the courts finally start seeing it in the way that very few people have seen it to this point, the argument that they're protecting children from dangerous parents or dangerous procedures or medicines, et cetera, is not, uh, it's not actually been validated. And it's again, conflicts of interest abound in the judiciary as well as they side almost automatically with the licensed medical profession, again, with inherent economic and other conflicts of interest. Absolutely. Um, and, and this is something that we need to stop because if it's happening in states like Missouri to this degree, it's definitely happening in states like New York and, you know, California and Massachusetts and New Jersey and all these other, you know, deep blue prison states, as I like to call them. Mm -hmm. um, you know what's happening, but it's happening right here where we're based in Idaho. We had, of course, the case of baby Cyrus that you're probably familiar with, yep. where Child Protective Services took that little baby away when there was no real evidence of any abuse or neglect um, over, you know, claiming malnourishment or something like, you know, you don't feed your, your child enough calories. We're going to take them away. Uh, I mean, this is medical tyranny. This is a religion. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is, as you say, the establishment clause of the First Amendment uh, forbids a state sponsored religion. Correct. Yes. Um, so so we really need to fight this in the courts. The first priority, obviously, is getting these children home. And so that's what we're working on at the moment. We have a lawsuit. We have mm -hmm. a medical kidnapping fundraiser. If you go to our homepage at we the Patriots USA.org. You'll see that there. Just scroll down right under the features. Yeah, super section. Don, if you can do that, I see it. I can just click on it and uh, open it up. It says medical kidnapping lawsuit fundraiser. Super Don will click on that. You can see it right now, uh, right there. There it is. And click on that, and you'll see uh, a way to support We the Patriots USA.org uh, in this suit to get these kids back to, to their parents. And this yeah. is a. Uh, as you can see, we're only at, uh, you know, not even $1,400 out of the $25,000 goal. So we're only at about 5% of our goal. And, um, you know, we're going to fight for these children regardless. We're not going to wait for it to get to 25000 before we help this family. But, you know, we would sincerely appreciate donations because um, this is a crime and this could affect anyone. I had someone in Connecticut tell me, um, actually, it was it was a post online on Facebook in a group just about a week or two ago where they said uh, when we posted the story, they said, well, guess what? Um, you know, we know someone on state assistance who reported that they weren't vaccinating their children and the state came and took the children away mm -hmm. just because of not vaccinating. So this is really, really dangerous. We need to stop this. This is one of the most important cases, honestly, in the country, as far as parental rights go and child safety, I'm going to tell you, this is one of the most important cases going on in the country right now, because mm -hmm. we're going to set a national precedent after we get this established in Missouri, because we're going to go state to state. And we have other people already reaching out to us, fighting CPS in each one of these states for parental rights, because that's one of the cores of our mission. It's mm -hmm. not just constitutional rights that are explicitly stated in the Constitution. It's also protecting our, our autonomy as over our bodies and our uh, our children. And parental rights are at the core of that. Um, the, the history of this country, if you go back 
through the law and the, 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 the historical context of this has always been that the children are the primary caretakers and the primary educators of their children. So this bleeds into things like transgender ideology, critical race theory in schools. We're fighting mm -hmm. all of that. It's all toxic. Um, you know, really in a perfect world, we'd all be homeschooling our children anyway. Uh, but for those who have to send their children to a school, I understand that. Um, please, please help us so that we can fight back against this. Um, we, we greatly appreciate any support. This doesn't go into my pocket. It doesn't go into my, my, my amazing business partner, Don Jolly's pocket. It goes directly into the litigation fund. Um, you know, this actually, we have a separate bank account that's just for litigation that can't be touched. And this fundraiser that you see right here on your screen is directly connected to that litigation fund. So no, no one else, no one can touch this except the attorneys that need it. Um, we send it to them, you know, to pay for this litigation, which is very expensive. Um, $25,000 might not even be enough to cover it all, but that's, you know, we've set a modest goal for now because we know, you know, the times are tough and it's obviously very hard for, for people to give very much. Um, so so we appreciate your support. But, um, you know, I'm, I just listen, I'm the father of a child on the spectrum who's a vaccine injured child. As you know, mm -hmm. Robert, I've talked to you about that before yeah. on your show. And this breaks my heart. This is very personal for me because I cannot imagine if my 11 year old uh, son uh, with autism was taken away. And, and placed in foster care, it'd be the same situation. They'd, he has some very severe behavioral challenges. They'd be moving him from house to house. And you know what happens in foster care. I'm not saying all foster families no, are bad, but you've heard the abuse. stories. Yeah. Uh, Brian, when, when we were there at your event in Boise, I was so impressed with the folks that came, not only the people who attended, but the uh, the speakers. And, and you know, there was a, a meal afterwards uh, and just hearing the heartfelt uh, purpose and mission of those that were participating acknowledged and recognized what you and Don and others. And of course, Taryn Gregson's done amazing things in, in communicating out to the world. We love and appreciate her as well. Uh, I don't know if you have uh, access. I think you did. You made access to all, all of the, the, the presentations uh, available on, I, I forget where you put yes. it, but yes, yes. It's right on our website. So all you have to do, actually it's right on our homepage. Um, even above that medical kidnapping fundraiser, you'll see right at the top of our homepage, it says, uh, watch our national conference videos. It's a blue button. You'll see it oh, right there on the homepage. Yeah. Click on that. Keep it on. Show, show everybody this is right at the top of the front page. It says, watch our national conference videos when you go to wethepatriotsusa.org. And you'll see the conference we were all at, for those of us who were able to make it to uh, Boise and the speakers there. And so you actually have a little link, if you scroll down, to view the presentations of everybody there oh my gosh including me i haven't been i haven't been censored oh my yeah, gosh <laughs> you're you're right here um along with amazing other speakers like dr peter mccullough mm -hmm. and um charlie kirk is there and um yeah you see there ginger taylor and um lee dundas and dr ryan cole and the list goes on and my friend steve dace taryn and kristen megan kelly i mean all of our our team, you know, uh, speaking of Taryn, you know, her show Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, you've been featured. In fact, I saw an episode just last week where you were there with her at the homesteading conference and she aired another one today mm -hmm. uh, about um, electro, uh, electro, uh, electro agriculture, yeah. electro agriculture. Correct. Yeah. I watched that this morning. That was a great episode. And uh, and you you had someone there showing you how to do that. But she's going to be unveiling a new studio in August, which 
is the Cardio Miracle Studios. They are sponsoring it. Nice. So you mentioned Cardio Miracle and you're open yeah. to the second hour. And mm -hmm. I was like, yes, I'm going to let them know because we love Cardio Miracle. They have sponsored yeah. our studio for Faithful Freedom. So that's coming up in August. She's building a new studio right now. And Beautiful. you're going to see that unveiled. That show is really taking off. We're, we're being syndicated now on different nice. radio stations and different media, Red Voice Media platforms. That airs every Wednesday and Friday. And as I said, you've been a guest, you know, more than once on that show. And we're going to continue to have you back on that show. And we're going to come on this show. Please have Taryn come on this show mm -hmm. as well when you get a chance to talk about all the great work that she's doing now. Yeah, Brian, it makes my heart happy that we've come together this way. Almost tear to my eye because for so long, you know, these in, uh, people have woken up a little bit of a little bit here to do the right thing. And very often they don't cross pollinate, cross connect and support one another. What I see is that next generation happening of recognizing that it isn't about one show. It's about all of us communicating in passion with the passion, and the integrity and coming together and highlighting and spotlighting each other. And, and again, I, I so much appreciate connecting with Taryn and you guys because it's the energy to continue this. You know, I have a lot of energy, but man, Taryn just rocking it, right? She's, you know, young mother as well. And we got to continue yeah. that. And so anything you mentioned, we can do to work yeah. together with each other. You mentioned it in your last uh, appearance when you were on with her about a week ago. And mm -hmm. you said, and that's something that really struck me is how proud you are, how happy you were to see a new generation taking the man. I mean, not taking the mantle, yeah. but stepping yeah. up alongside you. Cause listen, you're not that old. You still got a long way to go. All right. You got a That's long way to go. You got decades left to go. Okay. Doing this. So, um, but you've been doing it for decades. That's the point. You've already been doing it since what the eighties or something. <laughs> um, it's been a long, it's been almost that long. Right. Um, so, so it may be the nineties, but whatever yes. the, the, the point is, it's been a while that you've been in this and researching this and helping people most importantly, because that's why you're doing this is help people get healthy. You don't do this for your own, uh, you know, edification or your own wallet. I know that. Um, but I will tell you, um, I'm proud of that too. And, and I'm, it's really refreshing to hear someone like you say that who's been in this for so long. Cause unfortunately there are some, and I'm not going to mention any names, of course, mm -hmm. I want to be polite here, but there are some people in our movement, um, who don't like new blood coming in, who see that mm -hmm. as a threat, but guys, no. ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to be around forever. Okay. <laughs> We need we need another generation to come up and, 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 and learn from us and work alongside us and take the mantle when we can't do it anymore because we're not you know, I'm not going to live forever and neither are you. So. Yeah, that well, that's the essence of, of the long view, recognizing our kids and their kids. There's still a world that goes on. And what world will we leave for them? And so for me, you know, I'm, I'm not one that lives in a poverty consciousness. And I don't mean that in terms of money. I'm talking about in terms of the spiritual value of sharing what we know and passing it on generation to generation like it used to be passed on so that those that follow can do as well or better than we did and exceed because they, maybe they get this information before we got it in terms of our time on this planet. And there are not going to be enough, as I've said about the medical quote unquote health needs of the people, there will not be enough homeopaths and naturopaths and herbalists to meet the needs. So for those that think, oh my gosh, if there's one more, it means less for me. That's a poverty consciousness. That's not a consciousness that comes from God. That's a, I believe of, of the, you know, uh, kind of a Luciferian mechanism 
that that believes that we have to crowd out and monopolize. And again, that's a that's not of spirit. I do not believe that's not been a, my experience. So again, seeing what you're doing in support of Terry and others thrills me to know. That's why I say I genuinely my heart is happy. I contain it and get a little emotional about it because so few people get it. And when they do, oh man, it's the it's the one plus one equals three thousand plus factor. That's just exciting to be part of. Right. And and I, I'll tell you, even from a, a capitalist standpoint, even from a business standpoint, there's a principle in business, uh, rising tides lift all ships, mm-hmm. if you've ever heard that. So what that means is when your competition does better, it actually helps you because it brings more eyes yes. and more intention on to the kind of work that you're doing. And it people, especially now today in in an information age where people are searching on, I'm going to say duck, duck, go or brave. I'm not going to say that other G word, right? right. But when you're on there searching online for various resources, guess what? People use generic keywords. They're going to search for things like medical freedom and vaccines and vaccine injury and things like that. And guess what? They're going to see if, if that other company organization is getting a lot more followers and attention, it's going to also bring you to the top of that search uh, engine because you're going to be right involved in there. So what people don't understand is they try to crowd out and try to compartmentalize these different organizations, but that's that's exactly what they want to do. The, the people on the other side of us who are opposing us, it's divide and conquer, right? right. They want us in fighting. They want us you know, fighting each yeah. other instead of fighting them because if we're wasting our energies fighting one another, oh my we're gosh. not going to have much left to fight them, right? Dude, I mean, it's so basic, yet it's so missed by so many that are maybe having the greatest intentions of the world because they're on on point, on mission, but then lose it on that on that front. And, oh, my gosh, I can't have anybody else doing this. No, 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 we want more folks doing this. I want more people communicating, speaking the truth. And, uh, you know, Super Don always talks about that, too, in terms of, the infighting and everybody's controlled opposition. It's like, where's your energy going? You know, how do you expect to regain the freedom that you've lost when you're fighting other people that really believe in this freedom and that are also potentially distracted by these, um, you know, this, this idea that if anybody else does it alongside us, it's going to diminish what we're doing. It's just ridiculous. It, it, it really is. And I'm glad that we're on the same page with this and that we work together um, so well. You know, I promote you, you promote me. Um, and we're at the end of the day, like with this case in Missouri, it's about helping the Gidries, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's about fighting for them, getting their children home with them. It, you know, it's not about me being famous or anything. I only do these. Listen, I only do these shows because we don't have. Um, the money to pay someone else to be a spokesperson right now. (laughs) So I've got to be the face. Trust me, I don't want to be the face. Uh, You know, Taryn's a great face for us too. And obviously she's a great ambassador. She's going to different speaking engagements around the country, but she's a mom of two young children. She Mm. can only do so much, right? So we don't have a lot of people to do this. So that's why I come on. I don't come on because I want to promote myself. You notice what I have behind me. It's not a picture of me. It's the organization. (laughs) And what does it say under there? If you zoomed in, when you stand up to tyrants, we stand up for you. That's our Mm. official slogan at We the Patriots USA. It's about fighting tyrants in government, in schools, in corporations, everywhere that evil lurks in our society. We are fighting against tyrants and rooting them out from our country this nation was founded on on the on the principles that we cannot have tyranny a tyrannical uh, government we cannot have mm-hmm. tyranny in government we 
are ruled by ourselves. We are a self-ruling country. That's what it's supposed to be. The government, as you know, they exist to serve us. We are self-ruling. And that's how the founders set it up. If you read the founding documents, you read the Federalist mm-hmm. Papers, you read the documents, um, you know, uh, other, other, you know, the Constitution itself and the preamble to the Constitution and, and speeches that were given by people like, you know, Jefferson and Washington and Adams. And what are they saying over and over and over again? They're talking about these rights endowed to us by our creator, not by mm-hmm. any government, any establishment, okay, not by England, certainly, but not even the government of the United States, not by Congress, not by, uh, you know, George Washington or, or, or Jefferson or Adams. No, by our creator. They are simply recorded in the Constitution. These are natural rights. There's something called the natural law. You're always talking about, you know, the forces at work in nature and the energies. And you mentioned that this energy, people expending negative energy to, to fight each other. Yes, but ultimately... Our power and our rights come from God who created yeah. everything around us. That's called the natural law. Mm-hmm. And anything that goes against the natural law is from Satan. All right. And, and so anyway, I got off on a tangent here a little bit. But the point the is, one. I I want to do everything I can to get these kids home. This is urgent, mm-hmm. Robert. Um, I, I was hoping they would have been home by now when we took this case over. Uh, I think it was the third week in June. Uh, towards the end of June, I was hoping by the first or second week in July they'd already be home. They're fighting us. We had a hearing last Friday. The state is still saying they don't feel comfortable. They're not returning the kids unless the parents sign something saying they'll never use chlorine dioxide. BS. They're not signing anything. There's no, no I mean, I'm going to speak for them, but no. uh, you know, there is no evidence that that's harming the children. Those parents shouldn't be signing everything. We want to set a precedent. The state's not allowed to take your children just for using alternative medical treatment. That mm-hmm. is not allowed. We're not going to stand for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I want these kids home, but if that's the condition, they can only come home if we sign away our rights to tra- treat them and say that we'll only give them Tylenol and, you know, mm. vaccines and everything right. the rest of their lives. No, no. The, these parents aren't going to agree to that. No. Once again, why? Why would they do this? Because it's it's patently obvious that what they're promoting at the governmental level, even at the state level, is poisoning for profit, which is allopathic medicine. Outside of emergency triage scenarios where you're, you know, patching up bullet holes or putting Humpty Dumpty back together again, that dominant, predominant monopoly medicine in violation, I believe, because it's more like a church or a cult and it's been granted special status in violation of the establishment clause. Uh, The state level agencies and these, again, local agencies, the judges there have by and large done the bidding. Uh, whether there's direct or indirect monetary uh, gain, and, and in many cases there is direct monetary gain by uh, industries that profit through the monopoly status that they have been granted uh, that has denied the rights of parents to care and raise for their children the way they perceive and they don't want to participate in what we consider not a legitimate scientific endeavor in terms of medicine today, in terms of FDA-approved medicine, but a cult-like devo- devotion to uh, an economic monopoly. And and it really belies the idea that God has granted us the ability to heal ourselves with all of the substances of creation in nature. And that's looked upon as abuse. The abandonment of that, I would argue, is abuse, not the utilization of it. Well, right. Nobody says that. Okay. If, if anything, in fact, I can't remember who it was, but I was on another interview about a week ago about this. 
And the host said, you know, shouldn't that be abuse? What about the abuse? Oh, I think it was my friend Daniel Horowitz on Conservative Review on The Blaze. I think he said, shouldn't that be abuse? What about all the vaccine injuries? What about all the in- injuries we've seen from the COVID jab mm-hmm. over the yeah. last couple of years? Isn't that you, nobody is saying that's abuse when they give it to their child, their their you know twelve year old child, and then they're having myocarditis and all kinds of heart problems afterwards, and they're dropping on athletic fields. No one's saying the children are engaged in abuse. Oh, why? Because the doctor said it was okay. The Almighty Doctor and the CDC said it's okay. So therefore, no matter how many children uh, are hurt or died by this, that's okay. That's not abuse. But you give a kid CD. Um, a highly diluted solution, by the way, just a few drops in a glass right. of water. I don't, you you know how it works. I don't have to explain it to you and your listeners probably know something about it. I'm not here to endorse it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a health provider. I'm not a naturopath. I'm nothing. Okay. When it comes to health sciences, however, I'm a parent and if I choose to use something and, and I'm seeing the results that they were seeing, I should be able to use it. You know, they were seeing amazing results in his speech and his motor skills, his behavior, everything when they started using this. Tremendous mm-hmm. results. And that's actually what got them into troubles. They made the mistake, which shouldn't mm-hmm. be a mistake. We're supposed to have free speech, but they made yeah. the mistake of telling another family, other right. parents in their child's school, at, uh, in their child's class at school. They mm-hmm. said, look, this is working because there was there were other parents of an autistic child in their um, child's class. And they told those other parents out of love out of a Christian spirit to try to help them. Hey, this is working great for our son. It's completely changed his life. Maybe you want to check it out. Well, what did those other parents do? They turned around and reported to school authorities who reported it to CPS. Next thing you know, they're getting their kids taken away from them. So well, um, we, we, this is really, I mean, you, you look back at the, the history of the world, you look at, you know, communism, Marxism, things like this. I mean, this is like, uh, w- where are we living? What what era are we living now? In what country are we living? Where if we say the wrong thing, the Gestapo is going to be banging at your door and ripping your children out of your hands. This is really, really dangerous. We need to get these kids home. So please consider supporting us. We the Patriots, mm-hmm. USA.org. Again, we have that fundraiser up there. And uh, we, we're going to have cases. It's not just about the Gidrys, though, because like I said, we already have other people reaching out to us. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, anyone who can prayerfully consider uh, supporting us even on a monthly basis, even just uh, we're going to be unveiling a Mm. new commit to 10 campaign, which I'll announce first on your show right here that we're going to be, that's going to be our new campaign uh, for the remainder of the year and beyond. uh, Because what we realize is that most people don't have the ability, Robert, let's face it. Most of your listeners, most of most people in the country don't have the ability to, to, to write us a check for you know a million dollars or half a million dollars. There might be a few, a handful of people. I haven't met them yet, hmm. um, but, but um, most people aren't gonna do that. But if I could get thousands, if we could get thousands and thousands and thousands of people of committing to just give maybe $10 a month, mm-hmm. all right? Most people can do that. That's a couple cups of coffee, maybe less than two cups of coffee nowadays with the prices at, you know, at these places. So. You know, if you skip that and give $10 a month to us, if we got thousands, if I got 10,000, 20,000 people doing that, mm-hmm. I'd be funded for the next decade to fight this 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 evil. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I mean, that's that's the new strategy is because because I, I, I can't expect people to give large donations if they do. Great. But if they could give 10, even five dollars, but ten dollars yeah. a month. That could completely change things. And listen, that levels the playing field, because guess what? If I end up with a few million dollars. That's enough. You're saying, well, Gates and Soros and all these people and Bezos, all the people on the other side, they have billions. True, they do. But it doesn't take billions to win. 
Legal mm -hmm. fees don't cost billions, a few million and the playing fields level. Now all of a sudden I've got just as many lawyers as they have. They don't need, you don't need $10 billion to win in court. I can no. win in court with like 3 million. If the you know, uh, Federal the Reserve week. has anything to do with it, it will be billions and trillions and quintillions. But, of course, that's the destruction of the monetary system we have uh, via central banking. And we've got to find ways to support, whether it be through crypto or gold backs as well, Brian. Uh, you know, relying on the, the value of the Federal Reserve note long term is not a good proposition either. But for a while, you can, folks. Uh, please support uh, wethepatriotsusa.org. We have them linked up in the show notes today, of course, at robertscatbell.com. Share this show. Share this interview so people understand what, what they're up against, what we're up against. And yeah, and you're right. It takes a fraction of the amount of money they have just to be able to defeat them. It doesn't take the amount they have. Uh, but, uh, Brian, you've been called to serve, and you are serving, my friend. I'm so, I mean, just blown away by what you're doing, and I'm so grateful for it as well. Well, thank you, Robert. And I feel the same way. Obviously, I've said it before, but what you do, because, you know, journalism in this country is dead, uh, except for alternative uh, media, like like you provide and you've been providing for a long time. So uh, please, everyone support also this kind of uh, programming. Um, and I don't know what you have set up as far as, you know, whether people can donate or have subscription services or whatever to you. But if they can, Please do that because if we lose voices like Robert, then we're really dead. This microphone, mm. see what I have. This is the First Amendment right here. All right, and, and what and that that beautiful mic that's even more expensive that Robert has uh, that he's had um, to get his voice out loud and clear all across the country and the world, really, because you have listeners even from internationally that listen to you. Um, so you know this isn't this is so important. We need to protect this. OK, mm -hmm. we need to protect this with everything we've got, because we don't have a mouthpiece to tell anyone about this. It doesn't matter what kind of work I'm doing. If nobody knows about it, I won't get any support if nobody knows what I'm doing. And that's what they want. They yeah. want to muzzle us. So we are also fighting against censorship, free speech, fighting for free speech, free speech, fighting yes. against big tech. We have pending cases, actually, that we're exploring litigation against some of the big tech companies. I mean, we've got been bounced off, uh, you know, uh, Facebook before we've been bounced off. Um, uh, YouTube, we're canceled. We can't air anything on YouTube, as you know. Yeah, uh, we even had you. PayPal and Venmo. Those, that's not a media oh. company, but it's a uh, pay, you know, payment process. Oh yeah, they're they're shutting down bank accounts now. They, Dr. they banned us for life, Robert. Not just we, the Patriots USA. They banned Don and I uh, as as the founders of We the Patriots yeah. USA personally in our individual capacity. They said not only can your company never use it again. But you personally, even with my personal email address that's never been connected to my organization, you personally can never use it even to send $5 to your friend. Right. You can't use it what ever does again. I say again about the international banking cartel for generations, millennia even, has been utilized not in the promotion of freedom, but to enslave people through debt and then control their behavior by allowing them access or denying them access to the money they become dependent on. That isn't even what I would call real money, except under the uniform commercial code, perhaps. But it isn't just weights and measures. And that's another aspect of the economic war uh, played against us. And of course, the violation of freedom of speech is all about the economics of big pharma, right? Once again, you can't have these parents talking about the success they're having with a natural remedy uh, in a, with a child in autism spectrum. Because then it would it would it would spread like wildfire, and suddenly all of that that profitable treatment in monopoly is diminished, and so the state is operating as 
uh, basically a battering ram in, in, in attacking those who would uh, utilize other, other things and, and or a protection racket, if you will, uh, against anybody encroaching on their monopolistic territory, uh, which, again, is unconstitutional, it's un-American and despotic. And God help you if you speak out in public, like at a school board meeting or something. You know, they the FBI, yeah. Department of Justice, it was revealed they were actually putting people on lists just for speaking at a school board meeting. Well, mm-hmm. I'm already on lists anyway, but I, I spoke out at a local school board meeting here in Idaho mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year with, at the beginning of the year when they were trying to pass a transgender bathroom policy right oh, here. Really, yeah. I said, heck no, not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, we moved to Idaho and we let people know loud and clear that we're here <laughs> um, and, and we're going to fight this kind of stuff. So this is ridiculous that it's happening everywhere. It's in, infested every mm-hmm. corner of our country and society and people feel helpless. I get it, Robert. I totally get it. Um, people feel they, they, there's so much evil. They just pray, you know, Jesus just come back and, and there's nothing we can do about it, but no, we are called to be soldiers while we're here on earth. It says that in the, in the Bible, um, St. Paul talks about that. We're meant to be soldiers. We hear the church militant here on earth while we're fighting evil. So while we're waiting for him to return, we have an obligation. Okay. As Christians to, to fight back against evil. And this is what, um, I need everybody to understand is when you support organizations like ours, and I, it's like Robert said, it's not just us. It's not just one organization. There's other, we have Children's Health Defense, we have ICANN, we have all these great, or- America's Frontline Doctors, so many great organizations across the country that have done so many amazing things. You, we need to support all of them. And we need more organizations. Against them. Exactly. And while we're here, we shall not operate in fear. And if you find yourself in fear, it means you've separated from your divine um, origin point, God, creator, uh, reconnect there and you will see that fear dissipate and you will be a soldier for what, that which is right. And, you know, when you're strong like that, you might not even have to fire a shot, if you know what I mean, because your strength begets the strength of others and inspires it in others. And then the bullies that really are afraid of you will now run in fear because you're no longer cowering in fear of them and their artifice. So Brian Festa, God bless you, my brother. Thank you for all that you do. You're, you know, you're welcome here anytime. I'm glad we could cover this subject and I hope everybody supports you the way we do here. God bless you, Robert. All right, Brian Festa, we, the Patriots USA.org. Check it out. Uh, you know, an interesting, uh, uh, fascinating journey of Bobby Kennedy, uh, you know, breaking all the rules in terms of what you think a Democrat is supposed to be, you know, what the lineage is in the 20th century of, uh, of his family. But you got to give him all the props in the world for speaking with honesty and integrity and being open to learn things, even today, the things he may not know all about, willingness to listen. And as he said, the answer uh, to uh, speech you don't like is more speech, not censorship. And the good, the good guys never are the censors. <clears throat> they are uh, coming from the bad guys. Ron DeSantis suggests RFK Jr. for a role at the FDA or at CDC. Interesting, crossing over, right? The Republican-Democrat divide, an artificial divide, but when you have some level of integrity, <clears throat> you're not as concerned about what you have an R or D. Let's talk about who you are, what you believe. Another interesting thing I just saw, and I think we might have mentioned it earlier, the Biden administration has denied Bobby Kennedy, who's running for president as a Democrat, Secret Service protection, which is what is offered to, you know, the candidates at a certain level uh, when there are threats made against them. And, of course, with the Kennedy family history of being assassinated, you think that would be a no brainer. Uh, I think this will probably backfire. But the question is, for those of you who are Democrats to still support Biden. Why? What the what the heck? Uh, 
I'll leave it at that. Uh, so uh, for now, I'm going to take a, a pause and we have a lot more to do in the bonus round, see how much we could do before we head into the weekend, uh, figure out what we're doing for our Sunday conversations as well. And again, thank you to Brian Festa. Thank you to Kate Birch for being here as well, talking homeoprophylaxis and glyphosate. I hope you have uh, uh, learned a lot today, gained a lot from the show and the folks that we get to feature and uh, Super Don as well, who's, I can tell, a bit frustrated with the uh, restream technology as things have gone a little bit awry, not horribly, but uh, we are intending to, to, to do better with that technology. And again, your support helps us to do that. Uh, please say thank you as well to Nutritional Frontiers. And we talk glyphosate. If you're not already utilizing the NRDMG lozenges, they have a liquid form as well to counteract the glyphosate exposure. That's one of the simplest ways to do it. And when you go to nutritionalfrontiers.com, you can use the code RSB15 to get 15% off any and all of their products, including those things that are on sale. You can double dip because you're part of the Robert Scott Bell Show family. Uh, thanks as well to Bobbery at Folium. Check out foliumpx.com. Uh, there's so much I want to say thank you to. We'll do a little bit more of that. If you have questions or comments, chime in right now in the chat room as we continue live after this brief pause as we finish up the week here on the Robert Scott Bell Show because the power to heal is still yours. All right. What's up, my brother, Super D? How are you, my friend? It's been a crazy week, a little bit unusual with all the things that have been going on and the travel trips and such, but we made it through another broadcast week. Uh, I wouldn't say unscathed, but, uh, nope. you know, it's part of life. <laughs> yep, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So I want to say that starting on Monday, okay. if you're game, okay. um, over the weekend, I'll be busy Saturday mm -hmm. for the better part of the day going to see my sister. Oh, okay. Um, but... Uh, at some point here over the weekend, I want to make the transition from what well, this from restream over to StreamYard. You think it might be a more stable platform for us? We've had you know some interesting. I want to believe adventures. so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's going to be a little bit different. Most mm -hmm. of it's going to be about the same. Most okay. people will not even notice the difference, and hopefully they'll. If they do, it's going to be better, mm -hmm. not worse. Um, than what we've, we've been going here because there's been glitches and weird stuff that happens. So um, that that is something I would like to do if okay. you think you are interested as well. Uh, look, I'm going to roll with you, my brother, because uh, you okay. know you have to deal with the brunt of the technology behind the scenes since we switched over from that previous complicated software, right, that we were using for quite some time. And, you know, everything's a little bit of an adjustment but certainly anything that could smooth our way if we can reach out to even more uh, through the you know various technologies that are hopefully improving as we go, we, we want to roll with that. Uh, and once again, I, I mentioned earlier today, I just kind of threw it out in a soft way, but if you'd love to, uh, you know, if you love or enjoy the show, or even if you don't, but primarily if you want to tell people why you listen to or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show, and again, even if it's just for Super Don and not for me, I want to hear from you. Uh, then you leave a message at 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL. And as I said, we're going to do a little giveaway for those who are in domestic U.S. because I can't send this uh, outside the country. But the things that are growing in my backyard, uh, the apricot tree that's not certified organic, but it's as organic as it gets because we do not spray toxic chemicals on any of this stuff. So, you know, I'm eating it. Uh, but we are freeze drying it and we'll send you, I will personally send you, a bag of the freeze-dried RSB show apricots. 
as a thank you. We're going to find a way to do, do a giveaway and also planning to do that one giveaway as well, among other things that you're giving away, including some sovereign copper that you can get from choosetobehealthy.com or direct from natural immunogenics. Um, and we've got some more giveaways on the Zoom AMA that we do once a month. July 31st will be uh, Monday, this coming Monday as well. And uh, that'll be 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific after Monday's broadcast. If you'd like to be part of our patron support group, we'll often give you more than you give us because of the generosity of those that support this message. And uh, I'd love to be able to give stuff back to you. So if you want to participate and maybe win some cool stuff, please join us. Yes, please. Don't all, don't all call at once now. Yeah, 866-939-2355. <laughs> All, All right. right. So remedy, uh, I think episode three is going to start tonight. Tonight, do you have? Do we have the banner up just as a banner on the? We do. Uh, we have a yeah. banner on the on the website. Yeah. And uh, there've been technically four emails that have gone out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just click on the banner uh, upper right hand corner of the website, and that'll get you registered. There's this is three. How many episodes are there? Nine, I think. Right. I think eight or nine is it eight uh, or usually. Nine? Yeah. 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 And, and remember they do, if you missed uh, episodes one, episode two is still playing right now. They usually play yep. 24 hours. There's going to be a, usually a replay weekend the following weekend. So if you missed any of them, you can go back, but dude, it's amazing. Uh, there's a lot that's being revealed and released and including again, like they say, remedy remedies. So it's not just about pointing out the problem. It's about remediating it, giving you options and so that's a well worth your time to watch that. And uh, there's more to come, a lot more to come. Yeah, so kind of quiet over on uh, Rumble today. Okay. And what have you seen on your end there? I'm looking here. Uh, let's see. We got moms in the house. Hi, Mom. We enjoyed watching you dance. That was awesome uh, earlier today. Michael Bolden, 10th Amendment Center. Happy Friday hanging out. Uh, looking forward to seeing Michael and, and anybody who's there in the Southern California region when we go to the uh, truth or well, the Cancer Control Society, 48th Annual Convention. Might want to do that. I haven't re reminded folks or, or let's say told them for the first time if they're new to the show. We might be getting new uh, audience from uh, The Remedy. Uh, you know, some people that haven't heard about us find us and, uh, you know, when we're featured in other things. And um, there's a lot of upcoming events that you can participate in. Uh, in person or remotely, depending. Uh, this coming, let's say, a couple of weeks from now, we'll be in Des Moines, Iowa, with the Red Pill Expo. I'll be speaking. I'll be uh, emceeing. I'll be broadcasting, interviewing. And many of my friends will be there, including Bob Reoran, who supports uh, G. Edward Griffin and the Red Pill Expo. And the, Bob Reoran doing great and helping get the word out. And we appreciate him and helping G. Edward Griffin and others, and my mom and others. And we're going to see about getting more people on the Folium products. Uh, use the code RSB10 to get the discount as well uh, when you order. Uh, so let's see, upcoming events tab. If you just go to the Robert Scott Bell Show website, click on the upcoming events tab, and you'll see, again, the next coming up, Red Pill Expo. We have a link to get tickets. And if you can't be there with us, you can stream it. Cancer Control Society, September 6th, 2nd through 6th, Labor Day weekend, basically, Glendale Hilton Hotel in Glendale, California. Uh, the Biomed Expo uh, coming up uh, September 14th through 17th, and that's going to be in Las Vegas. And there's a simultaneous, for those into that, the UFO conference as well. So you might kind of, I don't know, cross-pollinate that if you're interested. Uh, then we have uh, 
the celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Healing Strong. And that'll be in Houston, Texas, September 29th and 30th. I'll be doing a breakout session there. Nutritional Frontiers is hosting a big professional training event. Healthcare providers from all backgrounds come together October 6th, 7th, and 8th in Pittsburgh. And if you can't make it to the East Coast, come on over to the Your Health Freedom Gallon Symposium outside of Salt Lake, uh, 8th Annual, Dr. Pierre Corey, Dr. Merrill Nass, and others, October 6th and 7th. And we have the Health Freedom Expo, Trinity, healthfreedomexpo.com, October 14th and 15th. For those healthcare providers who want to join the Trinity Live event, 12th and 13th as well, Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago. And then look at this. We've got an update from Terry and Stu Warner. Check this out. Look at look. Can you show this one? This is beautiful. Uh, we got Kevin Sorbo now on the list. How about that? Bobby Kennedy. Uh, there's uh, Judy Mikovits, Dr. David Brownstein, John Witcher, Jack Wolfson, uh, James Thorpe, Kimberly Overton, Ursa, Dr. Urso. So many good people coming together. And that's November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And that'll be Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona area. And that'll be a good time to be in, in Phoenix, Scottsdale. They won't have... They shouldn't have the triple digits in November so often, so it'll be nicer. Then we have the Autism Health Summit, our first official uh, uh, event in 2024. Plan ahead, Groundhog Day, February 2024, second and third. Uh, Dr. Andrew Wakefield, Dell Bigtree, Dr. Jack, James Lyons-Wilder, Brian Hooker, Jerry Cartsonell, uh, Dr. James Newishwander, Dr. New, and me, and Tracy Slepsevic. That's going to be amazing. So look at that. All these opportunities to get together. Please take the time and get out of your comfort zone to get, to get to at least one of these events. You'll be richly rewarded. You'll make friends. You'll met, you'll find new family. And it's been an amazing journey every time we can get together. And I pray that we can continue to do so as long as possible. Cause you know, they don't want us to come together. That's why they try to separate us out. All right. Mom wants some of my wonderful. <laughs> well, you're going uh, to have to win them. You're going to have to call in. She's placed say. an order. Hey, she's mom. She doesn't she, have to win anything. Can't mom call in to the number and leave a message? Mom, to say, moms don't have to win anything. Why I listen to the Robert Scott Bell show? Because he's my son. That's right. Right? That's not enough. Because I because I get free apricots. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Mom. I might know uh, how to do that. Might know how to do that. Oh, my gosh. All what right. So Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunday conversations. Do we have any ideas? Uh, no. No oh boy. Yeah. And you're visiting your sister. It's all on me. Tomorrow. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have to think about that. Okay. But well, let's talk about Monday. Yeah, what's going on Monday? If, on we, if we switch over. Monday, uh, I think we've got a great show lined up. Uh, mm -hmm. In hour one, Carolyn Blakeman is going mm -hmm. to be here. And uh, she's from a group called Former Feds Group. And what this is, this is a... Uh, it's a five hundred one three C out of New Jersey. It's New Jersey based, mm -hmm. and it comprises of former federal agents, prosecutors, lawyers, and medical professionals and researchers from around the country that are former uh, feds because they witnessed the corruption of our Ooh. systems firsthand and uh, stuff during uh, the pandemic. So wow, yeah, and and I actually I don't even remember. I think I'm the one that requested this. Because mm -hmm. uh, I came across it somewhere, so, and and I sent it to Kevin. He made it happen. But I was I was just kind of like, wow, how can we pass oh, that? Cool. That sounds intriguing, does it not? For sure, yeah, yeah. And then in hour two, we mm -hmm. have got uh, uh, a guy coming on, Chad Stewart, and mm -hmm. he'll be talking about things like uh, creativity in schools being killed, the homeschool revolution, 
he's uh, going to be, I guess, putting together some of these these movies from a, a book. Have you ever heard of this book, Britfield and the Lost Crown? No, but I heard it's like a series of books, kind of like, yeah. I'm not going to say Harry Potter, but, you know, that right. concept of these things are really intriguing folks and wrapping them into great storytelling and things. Yep. So we'll learn about that, too. So he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be putting that on, and I guess it's, uh, coming coming soon mm-hmm. that these these are going to be put together these yeah. be, uh, films I guess if you're just tuning in late we're almost wrapping up and heading the weekend but uh, Monday July 31st is our next AMA ask me anything via Zoom have I have I done the invitation for that probably not I should no. probably do that before I yeah if you re- do that yeah. if you do that today I'll I'll get it put yeah. up there. Uh, but if you'd like to be part of that, we're going to be doing always some fun giveaways bringing your your questions for Super Don not me you've already asked me everything. And Super Don's an open book, and to let you know what's going on. I'm boring. Nobody asks me questions anymore. Oh no, you're not boring, not at all. Uh, so the next AMA is again Monday, July 31st, and that'll be seven o'clock Eastern, four p.m. Pacific. And as I said, we're going to do some awesome giveaways too. So please, if you want to support us directly, that will help us become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And let's see what else. What else we got here as we wrap? Oh, it look up. at that! You what, know what? what? We what? just got our first call. We did already for the contest, and it's your mom. She did it that fast. She did. Wow, mom's so impressive. She gets on the dance floor, and and then she calls us. How cool is that? <laughs> All she right. sent a message as required. Look at mom being there compliant. That's just not like you. Usually, she's rebellious. Rebellious. That's where I learned the rebellion from. Pretty so. cool. <laughs> All right, mom, you're definitely eligible now. <laughs> You want to play that clip, if you can, of her dancing for those that missed it in the first hour? Sure. Uh, I think we played in the top of the second, but it, regardless, it's fun to see. At 89, Mom hitting the dance floor at Johnny's Hideaway. And uh, just, you know, we should all be able to dance at 89, you know? All right, here we go. And that's from her best friend Sandra. Who, Why does this who, uh, keep doing this Sandra. after I play a clip? It yeah it changes the way we were. Yes. That's funny. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, that's fun. Love celebrating that. All right, Good so time. we'll figure out something new for Sunday. Conversations of some kind and um, AMA Monday and all kinds of new stuff happen. And we'll see if we can transform form to Streamyard. See what happens on Monday. With maybe we won't have all those video glitches as well. That could be cool. That's what I'm hoping for. Hoping yeah. that we don't have any more of the people connecting and clicking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, videos. But you know, one thing I noticed, you know, because I put the stuff together in the evening after the show's over for the podcast and all that stuff like that. And I didn't know because a lot of these things, when they glitch, we don't see it on our end. Right. But other people witness it. So it's like at the end of a segment, mm-hmm. I'll hit the, the, you know, the thing where it does the, you know, Robert Scott Bill show and then it goes into the commercial. And for us, it just plays. Yeah. For people that are watching it, it freezes for like three or four seconds and then plays. Wow. And I'm just like, what is why? that? Yeah. Why? Because it's all up there. It's not coming from your computer, right? It's embedded yeah. in. The, yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's coming from Restream. So, you know, it's just little things like that where some people might be like, oh, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. Hmm. You know, when you're somebody like me. Yes. You know, and the way I was trained to do things. You know, it's like, you know, when you hit the button, it's supposed to do something, you know, and when it freezes and stops or 
quits midstream, you know, that's not acceptable. So not cool. We will give StreamYard a try here and see how that works. Okay. Well, what is cool is y'all being here and sharing the show. So thank you all for that. Uh, I don't have much more to say. I mean, I feel pretty good considering I I didn't have to sleep in an airport last night and I got home early Um, and I got my good workout in today. I was, uh, it was actually a really good workout. Uh, I don't know if I was rested because I hadn't been to the gym as frequently because I've been out of town, uh, but I definitely kick. I think I got to 60 pulse points in technically 10 rounds, which, you know, is unofficially nine rounds. But it, it is funny, too, the um, challenge of the week, they've now separated out, and I think this is a good idea, Rachel did, a test, where lightweight, middleweight, and heavyweight categories so that, you know, everybody has an opportunity to win the challenge of the week. You're not all competing against the quote-unquote heavyweights. I don't mean literal heavyweights, but in terms of fitness. All right. So I'll be competing in the heavyweight. Uh, let me uh, guess. You're a heavyweight. Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I don't want to win it every week, and I don't try to, but I try to do my best. But certain ones I know I can't even forget it. But this week was just basically uh, the speed bag, right? You know the speed bag? Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And it was like every hit is one and going through three, uh, three minutes, a full round. And I got to 522 hits in three rounds. That's good. You know, hitting between five and 600. If you can hit 500, it's really good. But I know there are people that are faster. They're professional boxers. But for, you know, us amateurs, it was good. And it has me in the lead, except I went in today and Sensei, who's actually trainer Tim, said he got 523, one more than me. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking I'm going to talk with him. I got words for him tomorrow uh, because he's the trainer. He's not supposed to compete. And I don't know if he really did or if he's just doing that to try and annoy me. <laughs> but we'll find out. Uh, maybe I'll go work out tomorrow again. But uh, it's great to to have uh, the, the the ability to do things like mom's doing at 89. Remember, folks, it isn't just about only breathing. I mean, breathing is the essence of life. Of course, we must. But to be able to utilize our bodies, don't take it for granted. The idea of decaying, degenerating has become commonplace in our Western modern society under modern medicine. But there's so much more to life when you tap into the things we talk about here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I hope you appreciate it. And if you do, please share the show and put these into practice, including the cardio miracle that's helping a lot of people. I think it's going to help Jim Baker tremendously. And as soon as we find out when that episode airs, because I think he goes out on satellite TV and everything, uh, we'll let you know about that so you could watch it. I think it's going to be a really good episode. It'll help a lot of people too. So, Super D, unless there's any other messages, thanks again for everybody being here and sharing the show. And I uh, look forward to seeing you all for Sunday's uh, conversations and then back live in studio on Monday. Maybe a new platform to bring it out for you. Sounds good. Appreciate you guys tuning in, hanging out with us. We'll see you later.